triple feature. This is Mike with the Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. The guy you heard in the beginning is sitting across from me. That is Adam. Hello. We got a couple of movies lined up for you today. And one of them, I just stopped taking notes on. So I can tell you that right now. All right. <laughs> I got a lot of notes on one of them. And another one, I just was just like, I'm just going to stop taking notes. <laughs> so we're going to have fun with that I one. I don't have any notes on the, on one, and I have notes on the other. So. Oh, okay. But I also didn't have notes on one because I watched it before we planned on covering it. So now okay. I'm, I'm going off memory. Oh, I watched them both yesterday. So yeah, I watched one back. yesterday and one a couple days ago. Double so. feature. It was it, it was actually pretty funny because I started I was watching the first one. Wife walks in, of course. Every girl in there is topless, yep. and they're having you know shower time or whatever. And she's like, "What are you watching?" And then by the time the second one came on, she's like, they're totally going to have a topless pillow fight, aren't they? She's like, why isn't it every, every movie they do this? Because um, that's what girls do. But that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I said, that's what girls do when they're alone. They have slow motion pillow fights. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they don't move faster. I don't Every time it's always, <laughs> they're always in slow motion. I don't know. Just how um, they move. She, she was like, yeah, no, that's totally not what we do. Yeah, they do. But uh, she just doesn't want you to know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was, she kind of got into them. So we had, we had some fun with those. So we got those. Those will be fun to talk. You. They're going to be fun to talk about. That's yeah. That's uh. But um, anything going on at all? Don't uh, watch anything good. Actually, yeah. Um, so you know how uh, Barnes and Noble has that Criterion sale every mm. twice a year. Mm-hmm. So they just finished it up, and I bought. The Lone Wolf and Cub six movie Blu-ray set um, for fifty bucks. It's normally a hundred bucks, so I got it for fifty, which is a deal. Do you know what that is? No. You ever heard of it? So I'm gonna I'm gonna educate you because I think you need to see it. Um, I may have to actually let you borrow it because it's I think it's up your alley. So it's an early '70s uh, samurai movie set, six movies. And it's about a guy who he's a, a shogun executioner. He's like the top executioner for the clan for the clan he works for, and uh, he's framed. And um, they kill his wife, and they kill like everybody he lives with. And the old, and him and his son es- escape out of there. And they set out on a um, on a path of vengeance to take down this clan, basically that ruined his life. And over the and he pushes his son around in a little cart, like a little wooden baby cart, right? And he's a master swordsman, so he has a samurai sword. Wait, what's this called? It's called Lone Wolf and Cub. Um, so he has a samurai sword, and then he's got uh, he's got a couple different weapons. The cart is decked out with its own blades, so he can shoot blades out of the side and cut people. And the cart has like a gun built into it. Um, so every movie is him basically like confronting different assassins and uh, like different foes. There's some really fucking awesome assassins in this movie. So it's it's a lone... John Wick before it was John Wick. Kind of. I mean, yeah. you could say that. Yeah, it's based on a manga from the 60s. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Yeah, it looks like it's a book. Yep. So they made six movies. Um, four of them were made in one year. So the first four 
the, yeah, the first four all came out within a year of each other, which is kind of fucking insane if you think about it, because they are good. Um, they the quality varies by movie, but I'd say overall, like five out of the six are are really fucking watchable. Um, like the sixth movie takes half of it takes place in the snow and the mountains, and there's like samurais on so on uh, skis, like skiing down mountains with swords and like fighting on on this side of a mountain. There's a uh, there's there's a there's scenes out in like rivers on boats. There's there's a sam there's a, an assassin like a female assassin, and her thing is she fucking she runs towards you. She throws a knife in the air and then distracts you, and the knife goes into the top of your skull and kills you. And it's hmm. extremely violent. So there's there's like you've seen Kill Bill, right? Like the blood. Sp- oh yeah, it's that. It's yeah. just blood spraying everywhere. Its heads getting chopped off. People no, this are looks killed. Really good. Yeah, I, I'll let you borrow it. It says uh, eighty bucks Blu-ray three disc. I got it for fifty on the sale. So, yeah, three discs. It comes with the six movies and it comes with Shogun Assassin, which is the edit that came out in the early eighties. So what happened is, in like the late seventies, early eighties, I don't know if studio it was took show, uh, took um, Lone Wolf and Cub Part One and Two and edited it together into one movie called Shogun Assassin. Uh, I've seen it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense because it takes a lot of stuff out, but. Um, the movies are a fucking blast, man. And all of them are like 80 minutes long, so they just fly. Like, there's not... I think the longest movie was maybe 92 minutes. So the, most of them are no longer than an hour and a half. No, that looks decent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely And there's some really out. good sword fights in it. Some, like, he... There's a scene... There's at least in two movies, at least two of the movies, where he takes out an entire army by himself. An entire army. Just him and a sword and his baby cart. <laughs> like, no fucking shit, man. His baby car. <laughs> it is well. The baby car has fucking swords built into it, and like so, like um, how old's the baby? The, he's like he's a toddler. He's like two, three. So um, he gets older, obviously, as they go. But he uh, he like someone will run up to the cart, and the baby will press a button, and the fucking blade will shoot out and kill the person. Yeah, <laughs> so like, that's the, awesome. like the baby's killing people. Um, it's 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 a wild movie, man. But you, you're. I think you'll like it. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. I've been wanting to see it for a while, and I was finally like, you know what? For 50 bucks, I'm going to get seven movies basically for 50 bucks on Criterion of all, like, it's, you know, top-notch restorations. Like, I love the shitty... Yeah, I know you like do. Like, the shitty kung fu this movies This is somewhere in between. This is, like, in between that. But, like, there are some really, really good kung fu movies from the 70s. Yeah. Like... This is, like, somewhere between a really shitty kung fu samurai movie and, like, a really good... It's somewhere in the middle. So, it's... It's it's a little bit sleazy and it has like the violence that you'd get in like a shitty one, but it um, but the but it's well it's well made. So yeah, I'll check that out. Um, I saw the uh, the Pet Cemetery remake. Have you seen that yet? I was that close to watching it. I almost watched it. <sighs> um, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't actually know what I thought about it. They change it. Um, I don't know if I should spoil it or not. They they change a big plot point in the movie actually, and it, it's that's changed from the book too because the book, the story in the book follows the original movie kind of closely, and they make a big change to this, and they completely change the ending in this. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how I felt about it. Um, some of the acting was pretty good. Like it's better. The first movie is is kind of notorious for the uh, the lead guy there. He's not very good in it. And the guy that they got in this is a little better. Um but I don't know. It was like it was it it left like after I watched it I was like, oh, alright, like I would kinda just I would I probably would never want to watch it again. And 
the first movie I've probably seen like ten times, you know. But this one, even if it was on, I don't think I would ever put it on again. It's it's like mm. when you it's one of those movies when you're watching it, you're like, oh, it like keeps you entertained and stuff. But by the time it's over, you barely remember it. Yeah, I saw it pop up, and I I almost watched it, and then I said, I forget, I watched, I wound up watching something else that was probably even shittier. But I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of regret having watched it because it, I don't know, it just. It was just fine, you know. Like, yeah, it's just one of those ones you kind of just watch and never. Yeah, exactly. Care I about. I love the. I love Pet Cemetery. It's a good movie. Yeah, I like it, and you I know? think this made me like it even more. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It. If you ever watch it, you'll see. But the the, the change that they make could have worked really well, and it works in some ass. Like it works in some ways, but then I think the way they handle it at the very end, like the last ten minutes of it, fifteen minutes of it. They just go way off the rails with it, and they it, do away with like zombie stepdad. No, no, no. See, that's oh. is they they actually go overboard with the zombie stuff a little bit, because um, like in the first movie and in, in the book, you get like zombie Gage, the little boy. You get zombie Church, the cat, um, and that's it really. And then, you know, everything else that happens throughout the at the end of that is is basically like the fault of the father for ever burying the cat in the first place, but it's. All that results in like Judd being dead and his wife being dead and ultimately him being dead at the hands of his wife. Um, but in this one, they change it. As, I don't want to spoil it, but it just gets kind of like what? What? I don't, I don't know. I Maybe mean, I'll tell you off, Mike. But I mean, I, yeah, no, I mean, I'll uh, I'll take a look at it eventually. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw on Shutter. There's this movie on there called Dead Detectives. Have you watched that one? Oh, I no, I know what it, I saw it on there, but I don't. I didn't watch it. It was kind of fun. Um, so it's about it was like it was. It's a comedy, so it's like kind of like a comedy with there. There is some like legitimate horror mixed in, but overall, the com it's pretty much a comedy. It's about these this group of like four people who have this reality ghost hunting show, and they just fake everything, you know. So they in in the beginning they didn't, but then they realized that they'd get ratings if they just faked everything they did. So yeah, they, I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they go to this house that actually is haunted, and uh, it's it was like it, it's actually like for like ninety minutes or whatever. It was fun. I actually laughed several times. Kept me entertained. There's some interesting, decent special effects, um, but but like I don't know. Like basically, it's just they have to explain why the people can't leave the house. So then they create this whole thing with, like, the house is inside of this weird, like, dimensional vortex. So they can't leave the house. And it just becomes so, like, I don't know. Don't you love how they have to do stories like that? Like, yeah. they have to come up with some elaborate thing on why they can't get out of the house. Yeah, and, and but, like, I that's the thing is in other haunted house movies, like, they don't do that because the characters most of the time, either they're there because... They have some sort of stake in it, so their career depends on it or whatever, which would probably would have been enough for them. Or, um, you know, like in Poltergeist, it's because you can't leave your house. You're kind of stuck in your house because it's your house. But uh, I, I was, it's, it's, it's got good production value. The acting's actually pretty good, and there's some r- jokes that, s- that land really well. But when it tries to be scary, it's not scary. Um, so, like, I kind of recommend it. Like, you, you could waste your times a worse way i'd recommend it over pet cemetery for sure <laughs> uh, well you know how i feel about ghost shit so 
That's true. I mean, ghost but this... stuff is always hard for me because I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in anything right. paranormal. Right. So I have to sus- like. I, I guess if you're watching Friday the Thirteenth, you got to suspend some belief in that zombie Jason. Right? Sure. Yeah. But um, at the same time, I'm just I'm watching these people run around from a ghost. They're like, the ghost is going to get us. I'm like, does the ghost have a gun? Does he have a sword? Like, what is he going to do? He can't do anything. The ghost, the ghost can't do anything. So like, why in are this, you so scared? In this movie, it, <clears throat> it can. So, like, they, they basically make it the ghost can kill you. So they do raise the stakes in that way. They're like, well, actually, the ghost can kill you, and the ghost can kill other ghosts. Like so, 13 ghosts. Yeah. Okay. I guess you got to suspend some belief in that where they, you know, they got ghosts in cages, and, mm-hmm. and each ghost has a different form yep. that can kill you or whatever. That's a little different. When it's just like a haunted house movie, I'm just like, you I, know I mean, Monster ha- House was great. You know I love Monster, Monster House. Monster House is really good. <laughs> you know what a uh, ghost mo- haunted house movie I really do like that's on Shutter is um, Hell House. I saw that on there too. The first one. The yeah. second one's not very good, but the first one, found footage movie, and the reason it works is because it's not ghosts. Like, it's ghosts manipulating the shit around these people and, like, fucking with them. So you never quite know. There's some really good use of clown dolls in that movie. Like, if you ever have a thing with, like, clown dolls. And it actually uses jump scares really well. So if you wanted a good jump scare movie with good atmosphere, and Hell House is actually pretty fun. Like, it legitimately is a creepy movie. Um, and it doesn't use, like, the typical ghost. See, that's, that's what I like. Like, yeah. um, what is a it? A little bit more poltergeist and a yeah, little less, yeah, like, so, The Conjuring, kind of. Yeah, so it's like, if you're going to make a ghost or some sort of paranormal movie, for me, I like it to be creepy. I like yeah. it to be the ghost is manipulating things. Yep. I don't need, like, this giant white chick in a dress to run down you and scream at you and uh, down the stair. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's right. just, However, yeah. in Hill House, that stuff worked really well. <laughs> so, in The Haunting of Hill House, that, like, they handled... They, it was all ghosts. Well, yeah. That that show, that movie, like, they actually handled the ghosts. The ghosts are actually kind of legitimately Does it follow the movie? Creepy. The What's that? The Haunting of Hill House? Yeah. The show on Netflix? Wait, what are you talking about? So I'm about? saying like the Netflix show has exactly what you just described. Oh, and I like that. Right? That's, That's what I'm good. saying. That oh, was yeah, like yeah, ghosts in yeah. white dresses screaming I think at about you. a movie. No, yeah. no, like that right, but that would that actually work. The one thing about that is I went into that with almost no knowledge. Right? Yeah, me Other, too. Yeah. And I'm watching it and at first when I started catching things cuz we watch things way different than other people do. Mm-hmm. And when I first started watching that, I was catching things in the background and she's like, "Oh no, it's probably just part of it." And then I'm like, no, like either somebody really fucked up or this is really creepy because there's like people standing in the background. There's faces in the darkness. There's reflections yeah. on window. They did such a good like that. Well, that's was what I'm good. saying. Right. So but that is a movie with ghosts and white dress. Like, yeah, but it's really fucking good or show. I should say it's really fucking good. Yeah. So it can work when you have a really good director behind it. Um, and. But you're right. Like, a lot of the time, I'm not scared of a ghost walking down a hallway. That's not scary to me. Or like that. That's why Ghostbusters is so funny, because it's... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it has that stuff, but it it's plays it for laughs. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, or like, um, Paranormal Activity. I remember the first time I watched that, people were like, you have to see, you have to see it. Yeah. It's so good. It's scary. It's real, and then I'm like, wait. So he got the sheets pulled off the bed, like. Yeah, I know. Like, no, you're right. Like, yeah, what, you're what right. is what is happening? I wish what I got was, a Hell House though. Hell House is worth uh, watching. What was the one? Um, 
oh god, I'm drawing a blank for the chick, and they had to redesign her bedroom, and the ghost would come in and rape her. The entity. The entity. <laughs> like, like I was just like, what am I watching? Like, I remember you're watching a chick get raped over and over again. Is what you're watching. That's what the entity. Well, is. you're watching a chick just moan with nobody on top. Yeah, of her. but do you remember? Like, if you have you watched that movie recently? No, I, it, I can't. Like, it's just, <laughs> there's a scene. There's a scene where she's on a bed and she's being raped by the ghost, and they manage to like make her like tits look like there's hands if you watch it and there's like fingerprints going like pressing on her <laughs> so it's like it's her on the bed getting getting raped by a ghost and then like a ghost is feeling up her t- I didn't notice <laughs> it's fucking weird man. no that screen factory put that out on blu-ray oh my god it's so terrible <laughs> it's bad it's real bad people dude, based I, on a true story they say yeah as they say everywhere she moved she said it i'd rather her. have my sheets ripped off then i remember in that movie too at one point like the doctor the police whatever it was assumed that like the son was raping her and they're like like, oh so she was held down by little hands (laughs) it's like wait what are you saying (laughs) i was held down by little hands (laughs) it's like something like that like she was pinned down and they're implying that like the son i'm like come on now what are we watching what is this Movie. I remember so Barbara bad. Hershey for years wouldn't talk about it. Like people would bring it up, but she wouldn't talk about it. She was embarrassed of it. I would be too. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It is. But it came out on Blu-ray, man. You know people bought it, so when it, when when Screen Factory puts it on Blu-ray, it's either really really good, yeah, it's or it's just bottom of the barrel. They yeah. have nothing in between. But some of the bottom of the barrel stuff is good, like it's good but bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. A lot Did you of... see they're putting out Big Trouble in Little China on like a I'm... fucking ultimate Blu-ray edition of that. I was to say I have it on Blu-ray. What are they? No, they're out putting on? out like an ultimate Blu-ray edition. I love Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I, I love that movie. I don't have it on anything, um, so I'm probably. I feel like buy every that. movie I talk about that's really good. I'm like, wait, Kurt Russell was in that movie. That's true. <laughs> he was in a lot of really good stuff. He wasn't just in a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're putting that they're out. They're putting out a... Um, uh, Quentin Tarantino's putting out like a six-hour cut of... Uh... Well, they're talking about it, right, for, for on Netflix. Yeah, they're going to put it on Netflix. It's like a series. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. right? A six-hour cut. If I mean, if they can strike a deal on but it. But that... I Apparently, they that. did it with uh, The Hateful Eight, but I didn't watch That's it. That's what I was thinking of, The Hateful Eight. They did it with that on um, Netflix. Yeah, well, apparently, there's a longer cut than they had. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they said that they put the longer cut out in that format. I never saw it on there. I, I did, but it. I always assumed it was the like the movie and whatever he's seen it. Um, yeah. And then I found out the much... The one that I saw was probably like, what, three hours? Yeah, it was. I so... found out much later that it was like a four-hour cut that they put out in episodes. <clears throat> um, let's see. What else did I watch? I um, saw that Lion King remake. That was terrible. I heard. I don't even like the original Lion King. Like, my, I grew up with Pete, you you did too, obviously, like, surrounded by people who were obsessed with the Lion King, yeah. and, like, my wife's obsessed with the Lion King, and I never got it, ever. Like, even now, like, we watch the cartoon, and people are like, it's so amazing, it's, like, one of the greatest things ever, and I like good cartoons, I like Monster House, right, like, I like good cartoons. Yeah. I don't get the Lion King at all, like, I just do not get it, and the movie was, like, the Lion King cartoon, but sh- even shittier than than that, because like it's weird that weird animation of like the animals where they made them almost too real. Like they they wanted to be like, oh look, we can make them real, real. Like 
but now you're just looking at a real looking lion that's not real that's animated to talk <laughs> yeah. you know so, so well you, did you hear the whole thing uh with disney about the lawsuit and all that shit i don't think so no all right so you know i mean uh you're familiar with public domain and how after 50 years it automatically goes out yeah well that's how disney started so Disney started, you know, uh, Peter Pan or whatever was it, Pinocchio. Rem- they took yeah. it out of the public domain. Mm-hmm. They remade it. They made a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And now they have an empire. Mm-hmm. So the uh, copyright for Mickey Mouse was coming up. Sure. So they filed for an extension with the government. And the government, you know, kind of pushed it along, pushed it along. And they're like, listen, if we don't get this done within a certain amount of time, anybody can use Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So, like, they have to get it done right now. So the government said... Fine, we'll give you another 50 years on Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, the same thing that started your company, you are now trying to stop because now it's affecting you. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, this is true. Yeah. Right? Course. Yeah, yeah. So course. now they have all of these movies that are either going to fall into the public domain um, early because they, they got to do something with them. So now they got to make all these. They have. They got to do something with them. Yeah. So now they're coming out yeah. with all this fucking like weird under the mermaid or whatever the hell that movie is, and they're making everything. Um, yeah, they're doing all, everything. Yeah, so now they're doing everything. The fucking movies are making shit tons of money, man. Yeah. Disney has the highest gross for movies again this year. So. so my buddy goes and see. Well, he goes with a friend of mine and their kid, and um, yeah, I saw the driving. <laughs> I was like, I was like, because he was supposed to come over, and they were all supposed to come over, and they couldn't get a babysitter or whatever. So James texts me back, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go see. I'm gonna take the kids to see Lion King." Said, okay. all right. And I said, "Well, don't cry." I said, "Whatever you do, don't don't cry in a theater. Don't be a little bitch, you know, <laughs> like when Mufasa died or whatever, whatever oh, it is." So um, he texted me back, and he was like, "I cried." Because it was so goddamn bad. <laughs> he was like, I don't know why I wasted my money. I said, people like you spend money, and then they make another one. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I had to spend money because I have two kids who don't know what a bad movie is. You know, they don't. So they love, I mean, they like it, right? They're like, oh, look, it's animated lions singing and dancing around and yeah. doing shit. They're like, this is great. Like, this Disney knows that. Disney also knows that I have to buy a ticket for myself. So not only do they get my money for me, they get money for my children and for my wife. So you know that on average they're getting four tickets per family for every movie they put out because we will see every single movie. We saw Toy Story 4, which wasn't bad. Um, We're going to see Frozen 2. My wife brought the girls to see Aladdin. Like pretty much every Disney movie that comes out, we have to see it. I heard that was pretty terrible too. Which one? Aladdin. They they liked it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Toy Story 4 wasn't bad, but... um. Sherry cried. My wife cried. At what? Toy Story 4. Easy, guy. <laughs> Easy. No, she did. I cried at the end of Entity. <laughs> like, it was so beautiful. Yeah. I was oh. like, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> like, did you see how they made the fingers look like they were yeah. on her tits? It was <laughs> incredible. <laughs> uh, um, did I watch anything else? Let's see. I've been watching Nightmare on Elm Street stuff because it's on Shutter now. I uh, saw you saw they put all six movies on there. Yeah, I got the whole box. Today. The thing like, is, I do too. But like, part three was on their like, you know, channel. You know, like the Shutter Live channel or whatever. So I just when it was on, I watched. Here's it. the weird thing: is like, I mean, you you got more than I do. I probably have. God, got to be. I mean, if you include all of those fucking like Mill Creek box sets, yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're you're talking three thousand DVDs, right? Right. <laughs> Possibly, I, three yeah. through. You know, let's say right. let's say we got close to three thousand movies, mm-hmm. right? I, I like I'm running out of space. I still have them in boxes down here. I got the shelves up there are pretty full. I got to put shelving up in my attic cuz um, everything's boxed now, yeah. 
And yet I'm like, all right, well, I own this on oh. Blu-ray. But yeah, I'm just going to watch it on Shutter. I'll watch it on Shutter. Like, I own the Slumber Party Massacre on Blu-ray. I watched it on Shutter. Yeah, so it's like at the same time, I'm like, I like having the physical copy. I like having it in my collection. But I never take it out of my collection to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, the reason, so, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, but the reason you have the collection is because when ultimately the studio decides that you don't own it anymore and digital, they take it away from you. Yeah. You know, like, it's already happened to people. They've lost their their, their digital collections because the studio's like, well, you didn't own it. Like, you don't own it. You're re- You're basically renting it from us in a digital form. And when we decide that you can't have it anymore because we lost the rights to it, you don't get to have it anymore. And they can just take it away from you because you don't actually own it. It happened with Apple. Just uh, yeah. If you didn't switch over by July 31st, right. all of your um, yes. ultraviolet stuff, which, I mean, all mine were already in Voodoo, but... Yeah, it, mine were too, but yeah. it could happen with Voodoo too, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's why you have the physical stuff. You have the physical stuff so that when stuff disappears off streaming, you can still watch it. You know, it, there's various reasons to have it, because um, then you do own it. Like the fucking studio's not coming to your house to raid your Blu-ray collection. You know. Um, well, not only that, like especially out where we live, it's you, you lose power a lot, and sometimes your Wi-Fi don't come right back up again. <laughs> so the only, the only thing you got is your TV. And My a Wi-Fi DVD was player. down the other day. Actually, it was yeah, down. Mine... It was down for like six hours or something ridiculous. Yeah. It was down. And the only thing you got is your Blu-ray. That's player true. I watched Blu-rays. I watched. I, I watched yeah. watch movies. <laughs> um, let's see. I think that might. I did watch this one more thing. I did watch um, Dark Age, which was an Aust- it's an Australian killer crocodile movie from the late eighties. So weird. I watched an Australian movie too. Did you? Yeah. Well, Dark Age was pretty good. Um, a little weird. It's got the it stars the dude. Did you ever see Wolf Creek? Yeah. The 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 killer in Wolf Creek. It stars him as like a Steve Irwin type guy who like works as a um. What do they call him? Like kind of like a ranger, but in Australia, whatever the fuck they call him. And he wears like shorts up to his ball sack. You know, it's like they wear the little khaki shorts that like yeah, literally yeah, go yeah. all the way up. I'm not sure what they're called, mate. And it's it's them. Do you call me mate? Yeah. Like Australian. Like Australian people. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's kind of a cool movie. I've been There's been a steakhouse. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a scene <laughs> where this fucking crocodile swims up to like a bunch of kids swimming in the water, and the thing just fucking eats this little three year old boy. Just like fucking devours him alive, and um, at the end of the movie, the greatest thing is that they save the crocodile. So the crocodile has been eating all these people. It eats a little boy. It eats people out and like oh, eats so many people. And the Steve Irwin dude is like, "God save it!" You know, and, like puts it on a big fucking truck, drives it to the outback, and saves the crocodile. Like, could you imagine in Jaws if at the end of Jaws, like Quint's like, "We gotta save it," and like just fucking lets it swim out to the ocean it'd be like that like it's completely unfeasible that they would ever save the crocodile but they do it mm. eats so many goddamn people like it, <laughs> like the first half of the movies this thing just eating people and then they make it the point to save the crocodile and let it go so that it can go back out into the fucking outback and eat more people well so yeah it's like that's like what Peter does they're just like, <laughs> yeah. They're just like we're gonna kill all the dogs that we can't take care of, but yeah, that's, that's we're true. gonna save like all these other animals that are just out there killing people. That's true. Like you can't kill a crocodile. <laughs> you're not allowed to. Oh, they would have a three year old. They would I not have care. been happy if you. You're right. It's called an abortion. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just let the thing go. <laughs> like, um, 
That's everything I got, though, outside of what we watched for this. Yeah, so I watched an Australian movie, too. So the weird part was when I clicked on this Australian movie, the only reason I watched it was because I saw uh, Dominic Purcell on the cover of it. Um, You know, he plays in, like... Legends of Tomorrow, Prison Break. He's from yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was in a movie called Elimination Game. All right. So I click on Elimination Game. I said, oh, well, I'll watch it. Some Australian movie. Um, basically, it's a uh, he's a marine and he was set up for murders that he didn't commit. And then when they brought him back, the only way for him to clear his name is he's got to compete in an elimination game live on TV where people are trying to kill him and he's got to survive and it goes through levels. I love movies like that. So at the end of every level, they basically knock him out and then, um, you know, take him to a bunker, wake him up and send him out again. It's one of my favorite subgenres of movie. But when I turned it on, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, elimination game. Mm -hmm. The thing that came on the screen was Turkey Shoot. I fucking love Turkey Shoot. Okay, so I'm like... Dude, I love her. Tur- Don't tell me you didn't like Turkey I'm like, Shoot. wait a minute, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, so I click back, and it says Elimination Game, and it shows Dominic Purcell on the cover. And he's then... not in Turkey Shoot. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he's not. <laughs> well, I'll get to that. So I click on it, and then it goes to Turkey Shoot, and I'm like, huh, what the fuck is happening? This movie is called Turkey Shoe. <laughs> this movie it's called Elimination Game. It's also called Turkey Shoe. So <laughs> for Americans, they had the wrong cover art. Is that what it was? No, for Americans it's like Elimination Game. Okay, but in Australia it's called Turkey Shoe. Holy sh! Wait, wait, wait. So wait, what did you watch? I watched Elimination me- Game Turkey Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> It says it right there. It's called Turkey Shoot. And I'm like, what? All right, the- all right, all right. So there's another movie called Turkey Shoot. From like the 70s. Yeah, that yeah. I love. That's awesome. That's about I, a, yeah. about people getting hunted in, in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> same same concept. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I did not know that that existed. Oh, my God. Is it a sequel to Turkey Shoot? No, it's not, it's not even as good as Turkey Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey Shoot's pretty awesome, Turkey honestly. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, this one is super. I'm surprised he's in it for as low budget as this is. It's really. Oh, really? It's really, really low budget. And that's 2014. I was say maybe it was before, but it's not. It's... You can find this on Tubi TV because that's where I saw mm. it. Um, you know what, though? He might have been in a lull then because Prison Break was over, but he hadn't started with. Um... Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, true. You know what he's I mean? Just so, looking like for work. right in between. So. Definitely, definitely worth checking out. Like, okay. if, you know, you, you want to sit down. It's very entertaining, yeah. but at the same time, it's so low budget. Like, you're just like, mm. what the fuck am I watching? And um, it's cool because they have like, so basically, he's got to make his way through all of these areas while people are hunting him down. Yep. And there's always one setup. There's a sniper, so that he he's got to get to this little podium. And he's got to push the button on it when when he gets there. All right. But the thing is, they always have a sniper sitting somewhere <laughs> that's going to hit you as soon as you try to push the button. So the the, the game is a fail. You, you you can't win. Yeah. Let's he figures it out. Obviously. Yeah. So um, in that way, it's pretty good. Shit. Um. In a way, it's it's good that way. Um, 
That's actually my buddy called me now. He left for North Carolina tonight, and I'm actually going to be down there on Monday. So we're all going to meet up and hang out. So that's probably why he's calling me. <laughs> um, so definitely check it out. It's on Tubi TV for free. Um, called Elimination. On Tubi TV, it's called Elimination Game. Slash Turkey Shoot. Yeah, I, th- I actually think it says Turkey Shoot. But if you go look it up elsewhere, yeah. it's called Turkey Shoot. So I'm really confused on what the hell the title of this movie is. So there's is. two movies called Turkey Shoot in Australia, at least. At least, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then I watched... <laughs> I only watched it for the title. All right. The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah, I've seen I haven't seen this. I've heard of this. Yeah, it's got Sam Elliott in it. Yeah, yeah. Um the most ridiculous I I didn't even give it a rating because you can't put <laughs> zero, okay? And I love Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's great. Yeah, yeah. Um this movie's terrible. It is bad. Real bad. So the entire movie is him walking around talking to people while having flashbacks of him killing and going after Hitler. So it starts off as him as like a soldier and then we're, you know, he's a spy and how he worked his way up to trust (laughs) and blah, 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 blah. But it's not done in real time. It's basically Sam Elliott walking around having flashbacks of all this happening. Now, you could have just done that as the movie. Yeah, why do and the then flash forward, and then he went after Bigfoot. So it's basi- oh, that's why. Okay, yeah, so right. it's basically him having flashbacks this whole time. Yeah, why not just show like the past and then show the now? Right? Yeah, yeah, they could have just went through, showed him, mm. you know, working his way up, killing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then at that point, they don't have Sam Elliott. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so what it is. Yeah. They need Sam Elliott because he, he they just probably paid him a shit ton of money to walk away. around and do nothing. <laughs> um. Huh. So, yeah, so they, they just have Sam Elliott doing flashbacks. But realistically, they could have just done it and then brought in Sam Elliott, and you still would have had him for the you know full feature of the movie. But And then you get him fighting Bigfoot at the end. Oh, so um, he does fight Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's him. It's it's Sam Elliott versus Bigfoot. Hmm. Yep. Um, And a dog. There's a dog there, too. All right. Yeah. I saw the cover art, and it was interesting but now i know i won't watch it so yeah i don't i don't recommend anybody watches that i don't even know how they got sam elliott to do that money man what year was this it was recent it was 2018 Mm -hmm. so he had already done tons of movies he had already done um the ranch and now he does this garbage money man if someone offered you a shitload of money to go to a set for a few days wouldn't you do it that's crazy, though. You would That's, do it, though. Well, yeah, because all of his parts were probably done within in a few days, twenty days. Yeah. yeah, if it's like him walking around and then fighting Bigfoot, probably. Yeah. Oh, and the Bigfoot, <laughs> the, the Bigfoot showdown. It's the most terrible <laughs> thing you'll ever see. It's bad. It's worse than an invisible huh. ghost ripping sheets off a of bed. It's just, <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. And then at one point during the fight, it's funny because they're 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 fighting and he's fighting Bigfoot. And at one point, like, Bigfoot's looking at him, and he's looking at Bigfoot. I'm like, are they going to fuck? Like, just, like, they it's did. It popped into my head. I almost asked it. Like, yeah. fuck Bigfoot? They and do this look like, of, like, I don't really want to fight you, and I don't want to fight you. Hmm. I don't even know why I'm fighting you, and I don't know why I'm fighting you. And hmm. Sam Elliott's a soldier, so he's like, I have to kill you because that's what my mission is. But hmm. at the same time, I would clap those cheeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, if you're bored and you're folding laundry or something, yeah, throw it the fuck out because you have everything I pay attention to. I but won't. it's rough. Not it is watch rough, it. bro. It, yeah. That... So, but yeah, I, know I haven't really watched too much. I've been pretty busy, so that's all I really got. Anything else you want to talk about before we move on? You know what else I started watching again was um, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I watch all the time. Yeah. I usually watch it at bedtime. Yeah, that's what I watch. It's on Pluto because they got the Unsolved Mysteries channel. Oh, yeah. I've been watching it on um, the Roku channel or whatever. They have it on there. Oh, yeah. So, like, man, that show's awesome. It's weird because on Pluto they have the Unsolved Mysteries channel, but it says Unsolved Mysteries Robert Stack. But then yeah. it goes beyond Robert Stack. It goes to like the the ones, yeah, later, right? That yeah. didn't have him in them? With that other guy. I forget the other guy's name. Yeah, I don't know. The Robert Stack ones are the best ones. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because sometimes they'll be like, update. Yes. And, and then I'll go and look it up, and it's like they solved it in 2010 or 2012. So I did this. So I was curious because the one I was watching the other night had that. It was like, update. What the fuck? And then I realized that what happened was. Some company had like gotten the rights to Unsolved Mysteries, and they basically put it back out on like Amazon Prime or something. And but they reproduced it, so they took the old episodes and then they went and created new content to add to the old episodes to update people on what had happened since the show ended. So what you're watching is like the 2000s version of the 80s version of Unsolved Mysteries. So they were they decided they wanted to basically update Unsolved Mysteries, the old one, with new information. So they mm. added all this update stuff. It's fucking weird. It's weird, but it's cool. Because, it's kind of cool, yeah. but it's weird. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But I Googled it, and I realized that's what it was. Because I was super fucking confused. Because I'm watching, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This is like the first season. How could they have an update in there from like, you know, five years ago or whatever it was? It was so recent. Then that's, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, no, I... I usually I almost I watch it almost every night. I just put it on Pluto and just let it play. Um, but actually, another thing I because I don't watch a whole lot of TV anymore, other than you know like Flash and stuff. But um, as I started because it popped up on Hulu is uh, Mayans MC. How's that? I'm about three episodes in, mm. and it's actually pretty damn good. Is it good? I yeah. I completely disregarded. I was like, I'm not gonna watch this crap. But it's actually yeah. really decent. It seemed like a cash in, right? Yeah, no, but it's it's re- it's actually so far yeah. really decent. Um, great storyline. It's progressing right along. Uh, Sons of Anarchy show up in episode one. You know, yeah, it's yeah, quick yeah, though. Yeah. I mean, they're they're there. They're there for maybe thirty seconds. They come in. They talk shit. They leave. But not. But only like two guys that you would have known from that TV show are actually there. You know, Jax is obviously dead at this. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess Jax probably, this is after he would have died. I don't know. They don't really specify, so they haven't really specified a time yet. I'll never have time to watch it, so. So, I watch, it's so hard to keep, because I'd, I'd rather watch a movie than watch yeah, TV. Me too. So, yeah. when I do have like that, I'm like, shit, you know, I only have like half an hour or whatever, I'll just throw on a TV show. Oh, you know what I did watch? I didn't, one more thing. I watched Stranger Things season three. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't I even lo- finished two yet. I, I got loved two episodes it. left. I loved it. It's better than season two. Because season two was was good, season three is is great, um, great, so fucking good. Yeah, I don't think I talked about it last time, right? Wait, I don't think three. I, you're saying it's good. Season three is so yeah. fucking good. I gotta catch it up. So plays I can watch it plays out like a late, like a mid '80s action horror movie, and it's it's got like it's got Russians in it, like a secret Russian lair under a. It's got it's like 
it's got eighties malls in it. It's it's like watching like if you were watching like a Spielberg movie in the mid eighties. It's got that. It's got the yeah, soundtrack. It's got it amps up the action like tenfold. It's so much. It's just it's action packed. The horror too. Like they bring the horror way up. It's got like this big blob monster thing in it that it's you got to watch it. Like yeah, people I'll check it out. people melting. Like people just melting into puddles. Like it's um like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they they bring Billy back. The brother or whatever from season two, and he's like the villain in this, and he's so fucking good in it. Nice. So. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, you should. We're going to take a quick break, so I'm going to call him back, see All what right. the fuck he wanted. Um, you know what the one thing on Unsolved Mysteries they never solved was? What? The goddamn ghost that stalled the car. They never catch the ghost. The ghosts yeah, always get away. Yeah, the ghosts always get away. Yeah. Something weird about that. I'm going to... Actually, we should start our own show. <laughs> the ghost that got away. We'll start <laughs> that, looking for all these ghosts. That's actually a good title for a show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. We interrupt this program to give you an important news bulletin. This is a special bulletin. Special bulletin. Shut the fuck up! All right, we're back after a quick break. It was a little longer for us than it was for you. Mm-hmm. Let's get back into this. So, Adam had contacted me, and one of our future shows was going to be some full moon stuff. Yeah. Because they have an entire category on uh, Tubi TV, right? That's right. And then I found this article that, which is weird because it says full moon features, uh, full moon features launches a new app and streaming channel. Don't they already have a streaming channel? Because you had it. Yeah, I had it a while ago. I I thought it was still up and active. So, um, let's see, August 8th, 2019, full moon is expected to announce their new chapter and the ever-evolving history, genre, entertainment, introducing Full Moon Features. You can find it at www.fullmoonfeatures.com. The channel and app, which is now currently available on all streaming devices, iOS, Google, blah, 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 blah. The Full Moon channel is uh, a revamped successor to the company's previous streaming service. So there you go. Okay. And delivers a wide array of films. Cold from the extensive Full Moon Library of over 500 titles. So apparently it's available now. <laughs> I, I just don't... went to the website. Yeah, six ninety nine a month. You can get a seven-day free trial. You can pay $60 a year and get a $50 gift card. So you could pay $60, get a $50 gift card, and use that in the Full Moon store. Buy some Blu-rays. So this is replacing their old streaming service. Yeah, it looks like it. it, looks like it. And the thing with Full Moon is they... Um, they get ad revenue from Tubi and all, so they're probably yeah, Charles probably Band. Charles down. Band will do anything to get a dollar, so he most likely will have this. Still have his Tubi stuff with ads on it, and the guy's gonna do whatever he can to get money. Yeah, he's making ten movies right now. Apparently, he's making um like a new subspecies movies. He's got like a whole slate, another Evil Bong movie or something. Oh, word. Yeah, you didn't see that? No, and Look I love the, the evil um, bo- I have the box set. Oh, what's it called? Um, hang on, I'm going to find it now. Because it was like this whole gimmicky thing that he was doing. Dude, the Evil Bong movies uh, are... <clears throat> Deadly it's... 10. So here it is. Ready? All right, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and I'm just saying, like, they're their own, like, species of movies. They yeah. literally take place in, like, three places. The, the, the set is literally three pieces. Yep. And it's literally just guys running on and off camera. They're the most simplistic movies, but yet I find them so entertaining. All right. So he's making 10 movies. And this whole, I signed up for this out of curiosity, basically it was free. 
um, is that they're doing this thing where like they're going to live stream the production of these movies. So they're making 10 movies. They made this big announcement, 10 movies. And these are the titles. <laughs> um, Necropolis Legion, which is apparently a sequel to this movie Necropolis from the 80s that I never saw, but I know the box art. <laughs> Weed G's. W-E-E-D-J-I-E-S. Halloween Night. Okay, so... I Ouija's. Ouija's. Okay. Okay. Uh Blade the Iron Cross, which is a um Puppet Master spinoff or something. Sorority Wait, so... Babes in the Slime Ball Bolarama Part Two. Okay. okay. Did you watch the Joe Bob version of that one? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Subspecies five. Bride of the Head of the Family. I know what that is. Did you ever see Head of the Family? No. You should watch it. It's interesting. It's about this guy. He's just a head. He's like a giant head with little arms and legs, and he sits in a chair. And then he's got like a family that lives with him, and like one's a giant freak guy. And then they um, there's this dude that keeps banging this chick on the side, and then they end up in the house. And I don't know. It's, it's a weird movie, but you, you might actually get a kick out of it. <laughs> the Hourglass, Femalian, Cosmic Crush. And that, that poster is a woman straddling a tentacle. Wait, isn't... There's a movie called Femalian already. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a sequel. Oh, okay. The Shadow Heart Curse. Ooh. The Grim Rapper. The Grim Rapper? Is Snoop Dogg in it? <laughs> it's a picture of the Grim Reaper with a like an old boombox. Um, so that's what Charles Bean's working on right now. So he's probably also trying to get money by revamping his streaming service. How many of those movies take place in his castle? <laughs> Most of them probably do. <laughs> Um, but you can sign up today and, uh, B- blade the iron cross principal photography starts in 10 days. I'm definitely interested in that. I mean, when, um, <coughs> the last puppet master movie came out, you texted me and you were like, yo, it's a dollar on Amazon it's great. right now. So I bought it for a dollar. Still haven't watched it. Oh, it's I on shutter too. I haven't watched it. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's, he has nothing to do with it. He is not involved at all. It is not a full moon production. He has, I'm sure he has some production right in there because he owns, he owns that franchise. I think that movie is great. You should totally watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Um, I might have to try this trial though, just to see what's so different about it. Seven dollars, seven days. So that trial. didn't like that didn't transfer over from your other account. I canceled it. So oh okay. Um, I can only have so many fucking streaming services. You know? Yeah, I know. Um, like, but yeah, I don't think Fumo's going anywhere. I think Charles Band is always just looking for a way to make money and. I guarantee you he makes a lot of money off Tubi and ad, ad revenue. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we should, I still think we should do that, though. I, I, there's like eight movies we could watch on there. We could watch like Crash and Burn, Arcade, Seed People, Demonic Toys, Bad Channels. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's we'll a whole shitload we'll, of them. We'll definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we were technically supposed to do it this episode, mm-hmm. but um, I decided at the last second I was just going to up and leave and go to North <laughs> Carolina. So <laughs> as you listen to this show... I will be in North Carolina um, while Adam puts this up. So Yeah, I'll be in an office hating my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll still be hating my life down there, <laughs> knowing that I have to leave there and come back. That's true. But I'm just going to go down. I got family down there, so I go down there, stay at their house, and then hit up a bunch of breweries, and I'm going to come home. Nice. Basically, I'm going to do the same thing down there as I do yeah, here. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's just a little hotter. Right? Yeah, it's just it's just a lot nicer, closer to um, a beach. <clears throat> so, 
I just, uh, I don't know, I just, I need to get out of town for a little bit. I can't, uh, fuck work. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I was in New Hampshire earlier this month, same reason. Well, early July, or July, but. But, yeah, no, as we sit here. Any other news? Not a whole lot going on, so. That's quiet. There's a lot of stuff coming out. I mean, we got, um. Scary Stories, Tell in the Dark comes out, came out this weekend. Yeah, I think it's, this one's already <laughs> out. It Chapter 2 is coming. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. There's a lot of stuff coming yeah. out, but there's not a lot of news, you know? So it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of horror out there at the moment. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff coming out, but... Uh, I did see... Hold on, let me look. You did see that quick. they're making a Halloween... Uh, two Halloween movies, right? Yeah, I did see So that. they got one coming out in 2020 and one coming out in 2021... Right now, I think they put what is it like Halloween Returns and Halloween Kills or something is the titles like real dumb. But Jamie Lee Curtis is apparently going to come back for both of them. They want to bring Tommy Wallace back. Deanna Harris wants to go in there. Like that's going to happen. So I saw this September fifteenth or whatever it is, eighteenth. CD Horror Fest. Man. CT, it's in Naugatuck, bro. Yeah. So they they. There's Which a, is way closer than, than anywhere fucking, else they've done it. Fucking yeah. Danbury. They, they, there's like a, a new venue there, I guess. Did you see that? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I worked in Naugatuck for a while, um, and I have no idea where this particular place is. Um, it's new. It's a new venue. They said that it's new. So was that weird place they were in Danbury for a while. The worst yeah. venue they had, well, the first venue they had was probably the worst, that hotel, because it was yeah, too small. Yeah, that was terrible. The ice arena was not great. I went to one at the ice arena, and it was not great. Um, so I can understand why they would move. You want to go to this this year? Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of want to go to this one. Um, not that we normally go for the uh, yeah, but they might have some panels. There, you don't go for the celebrities, but I guess panels, if you're into so. Toby Bell, he'll be there uh, from the Saw franchise. It's actually uh, Shawnee Smith from the Saw franchise. Sean mm-hmm. Patrick. Wow, they, what are they just everybody from like Saw. Like a Saw reunion going on. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Quinn Lord from Trick or Treat is going to be there. Hmm. Uh, Danielle Harris from Halloween. Yeah, she's all over the place. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> let's see, Don Shanks from Halloween 5 is going to be there. Um, David Naughton from uh, American yeah. Werewolf in London. Yeah. I met him once. There. Let's see, Doug Bradley. Yeah, he goes to that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty much at every convention we're at. He goes to yeah. all the major ones. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, Simon Bamford from Hellraiser is going to be there. Was he play Chatterer, right? Yeah. Yep. Chatterer or, or, or no, that's Butterball and then Chatterer. Oh. Both of them are there. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Vince's Chatterer. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow, oh, and females a, there too. Yeah. Barbie Wilde's going to be there. Wow. All the, all four Cenobites. Yep. And okay. then... Boom, James oh, no. Balsamo, oh. bro. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be there. Come that's on. Good. We might have to go just to get some more of his movies so we can review them, right? Yeah, I mean. Um, that's got to be like one of the classic episodes anyone who's, yeah. like, if you've been listening long enough. I mean, if if <laughs> You go if back and listen there, to those, those acid, that Acid Bath Productions episode we did. He does have, let's see here. So I own Cool as Hell and Catch It a Day because. Yeah. We decided that when we were there, we were like, we're going to get these because they look I shitty. I became unhinged in that episode. I I broke down. I, I became unhinged shit. while watching these fucking Yeah, because one of them was over two hours long. and Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. And it was half like, of it was shot at conventions. Yeah, in the convention. And then the other half was shot outside in the wind. 
yeah, with right. no windscreen. Outside of a convention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. There's another listing on here called The Lynch. So he has a new movie. He's got a new movie. Uh, if maybe it's new, and then It Wants Blood. So there's two new listings on here that we haven't seen yet. We might have to go and buy his movies so we can review them. I mean, yeah, because I got those two for like 20 bucks, and he signed them for me. So It's priceless, man. I mean, yeah. Oh, and he gave me a sticker and a... Uh, we should go this year, September 15th. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, let's see... 14th, September 14th. Saturday, right? Nogatuck. We should go. I didn't go last year. I went the year before. I went by myself, and it was it was at that ice arena. It was too far. Like Danbury was too oh, far. Yeah, yeah. The arena wasn't great. Like this is this is like twenty minutes away. It's funny because like we're bitching about like Danbury. We're like, oh, we had to drive fucking two hours to Danbury. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we've driven like three and a half to like Jersey. Man, like, we drove New to York. fucking Monster Mania. That was like a yeah. half day. But you know what? Chiller's different. Chiller's a big fucking convention. This is smaller, so. Even driving like an hour to go there felt felt like a long time. Let's see. I want to see if I can look this up. I know that we're still not properly hooked up, but I kind of want to. Let me run through here quick, and then we'll see who else is here. So uh, let's see. Psycho's in Love, I've never seen. Um, the comic book guy, uh, Jeff Zorno, he's going to be there. He's there. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much that they have listed now. I will be there. Let's see. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Connecticut Gold Classics is going to be there. Pint mm-hmm. O'Comics. Yep. Radio 1041, <laughs> which is they're now. They're still around? Yeah. Well, they be, kind of became the new 1069. You know, Thoughts like they're on. everywhere now. That's no, funny. 1069 is gone. Uh, Super Retro Throwback Reviews. I have Did no I tell you I went is. to the archive in Bridgeport? I told you that, right? To the archive. That, that Vinegar Syndrome store down on Bridgeport? Oh, no, you didn't. That place is fucking incredible. Yeah? It's incredible. So you know what I did? Who'd you go with? Uh, this guy I work with. He called me up. He's like, you want to go on Saturday? On- this was like back in April or something. He's like, you want to go on Saturday? I'm going. I'm like, yeah, all right. So he drove. Um, so you know what I did? So I have all these VHS tapes in my attic, right? So I went and I put a box of tapes together, went to the archive. Archive gave me 20 bucks for them. 30 bucks for him. Give me 30 bucks for the box in store credit. So I bought, I got three Blu rays while I was there, and I spent 10 bucks for the three of them because I had $30 credit in VHS tapes because they do hmm. trade ins. So yeah. you can bring like your DVDs, your Blu rays, your VHS tapes, posters, whatever. If, it, if it's something that they care about, they'll give you store credit for it and you can use it for shit in the store. They have a used section that is fucking incredible. It's just a wall. It's just a wall. Floor-to-ceiling floor wall of Blu-rays and DVDs. And then they have floor-to-ceiling walls of new stuff by label. So, like, they have a whole Scream Factory section, a Blue Underground section, a Severin section, obviously a Vinegar Syndrome section. Um, you got you to gotta go. Like, we, we should go. Cause it's, yeah, I'll go down sometime. Yeah, it's, um, a play, it's amazing. It's 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 amazing. It's it's the one of the coolest stores that that I've been to in a while. Cause stores like that don't exist. I don't know if you're able to see this from there, but this is the Lynch trailer. I probably won't play the whole thing. Oh, the like, Lynch. How's it spelled? L i t c h. Oh, the Lich. Yeah. Can you uh, see it from there? Yeah, I'm excited. Let's see. This is what we're gonna have to buy. This is what we're gonna have to buy. Acid bath. There it is. Come on, man. Gonna show this before a trailer. There's the acid bath. 
Just put your logo up. That's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) It's purple, man. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. An undead zombie known as the Lich. The Lich must possess possess Vinny's friends. Oh, it's going to be like an Evil Dead ripoff. Good thing Vinny hates his friends and family and has no qualms about killing them. Oh, no. That is the worst makeup. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so a lot of this I can tell you already. At what point is too much film? <laughs> it's probably two two plus hours long. Yeah, because he uses everything he records. He doesn't he cut anything. nothing I out. Know. You can tell. Oh my god, dude, this is so bad. We're gonna have to watch it. We're, yeah, well, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna have to waste another 20 bucks. <laughs> James Bolsonaro. Tom Sizemore. This is the convention footage that he does. Elizabeth Daly. Oh my. Look at it, it's he all recorded, convention. He recorded at her, her booth. from a different. At, it was at her booth. Dick Warlock. Jason Finney, Mike Browning from Morbid Angel. Look at not these. <laughs> all right, here's the funny part: is first of all, this trailer is super, super bad. Um, but when you have to get the footage from a distance of the person at their booth <laughs> while they're signing autographs, because you can't even fucking get them to record and it then for you, you put them in as a as a person in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, what was the other one that he had where like he listed like Jason Mewes and a whole bunch of other people, and literally it was just him talking to them outside the convention. Yes, that's what it was. And I'm and pretty it was like sure eight seconds and they were out. He spelled E.G. Daly's name wrong, by the way, in that. So let's see. Let's look up it. It wants blood. And oh, if nobody an- has any idea what we're talking about, this guy's a director, James Balsamo. He's um. I think he's from around here, like he New owns Jersey a production, or something. Yeah, Jersey, I think, maybe. I don't yeah. know. He owns a production company called Acid Bath Productions. <clears throat> he um, produces and directs and stars in low-budget um, horror and action films. And he, um, his thing is, is that he kind of he gets celebrities to cameo in his movies, but he normally seems to pull it off by... by snagging them while he's at conventions and then he films scenes with them like outside of hotels in convention centers inside of hotels and um then he credits them in his movie prominently so you'll see like this movie starring um yeah starring like jason muse and 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 whoever it'll be tom sizemore like he's gonna top bill Tom Sizemore, but Tom Sizemore is not top build in the movie because he's in it for two minutes. Yeah, it's kind of his stick. Yeah, so it's like if he was at a convention 
and Tom Cruise was there, and he said that I'll give you a hundred bucks for eight seconds. He would then put Tom Cruise's top build yes. so that you would go buy it. That's correct. Um, terrible, ter- I mean, it, go back and listen. <laughs> if you're new to this, go back and find that episode. I'm not even, I don't know what episode. It's called Acid Bath Productions. It's yeah. yeah. Adam literally just um, he goes full force, man. Yeah, I lost my shit. I, yeah. I mean, the thing that bothered me the most about it was <laughs> the false advertising, um, him top billing celebrities that weren't in that weren't really in the movie, and disregarding actors in the movie that were that were good. Like he would put some two second cameo from Jason Mewes on top of the the Asian actor he had in in um. The Daily Catch or whatever. Whatever that was. But that guy was, was good. Like, he was good for, like, it a low-budget movie. The guy was good. He was funny. and um, Catch of just, the day. Catch of the day. The guy gets, like, completely discarded so that he can try to top bill a celebrity that's not really in the movie. And that, well, that's that, the kind of shit that pissed me off. That, is, well, that, kind of when you know, we were there, um, you know, because he stands in the aisles and, and like, grabs you in a headlock. He is. You go to the aggressive. mall. You ever go to the mall and there's, like, those people with the kiosks? Or, or go to like um go to like the affair and there's people in like selling windows and shit, and they intentionally like try to get your attention and grab you. Yeah, that's yeah. him. He's yeah. super aggressive and he basically tries to force people to buy his shit. And um, yeah, yeah so, I hate it. So so when we went when we when we did that that particular episode, we were at a convention a few weeks before. He was like, I'll sign, you know, whatever. And I'm like, first of all, I know this deal. I like, I don't give a shit about your autograph, but if you want to go ahead and waste your time. Sure. Makes him feel good probably. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and I can probably have him sign it too or whatever. Like completely disregarding. I remember that. Just so disrespectful. Just like, yeah, if you want him to sign it, I signed it. But if you want him to sign it, you know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like, I I want him to sign it because he's going to make something of himself. (laughs) And I want that autograph. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't fucking going anywhere outside Jersey, bro. Right. Well, apparently he's going to Naugatuck now. but I mean, he's all over the East Coast. And he's got fans. I I don't, you know, I know people like his stuff. Clearly, he's got fans. He has a fan base, and that's fine. I personally find him and his movies to be annoying. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because I usually like shitty stuff like this yeah um to me this is on the level of um joel weinkoop joel yeah but 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 but, uh, but that's so much better i love what those was movies. that one uh um the, the kung fu one we watched like oh, what was that called that movie was great i actually own all of his shit yeah man. i know and that movie's that movie is really really fun the problem i always have with acid stuff is the the false promotion of the top build actors um the shit that's just filmed for two seconds the, yeah that's super annoying that's the stuff it's that just... bothers me like if he just made a low budget evil dead ripoff i i would be more i it wouldn't bother me as much because that's just a guy trying to make a low budget movie and have it seen but he, the tactics that he's using it feels very cheap to me um and and deceitful like especially it's this is an interesting convention the CD Horror Fest because it's not if you go to a convention like this there's a lot of locals that just go to it have you noticed that yeah like if you go to um Chiller a lot of the people at Chiller do seem to be like fans they've been going there for years and years and years and they're diehards and stuff but CD Horror Fest like a lot of local f- people just go like because Connecticut doesn't get a lot of stuff like that. 
So, and it's, it's easy to get to Connecticut's a small state. So pretty much wherever you are, you know, more than two hours away. So people bring their families and stuff. And like, I'm sure that there are people who go to this and see this guy and they're like, Oh, he's got a movie starring Jason Mewes. I like Jason Mewes. I should buy his movie. Like clearly if he could get Jason Mewes to star in his movie, it must be good. He must know what he's doing. And then you take that home and you've been completely deceived by this guy. Yeah. That's the shit that drives me nuts. And he, he puts him on the packaging. He's intentionally deceiving his audience, potential audience. I don't yeah. like that. It bothers me. Yeah, me neither. That's the shit that drives me nuts. But what I can recommend, if you are into just direct, or uh, if you're into, um, what the hell am I looking for here? Direct video? Not direct video, like when you recorded on like a camcorder, like um, like uh, like what's the word I'm looking shot for? Shot on video. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, shot on. We'll say shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. shot on video. Um, look up Joel Weinkoop. Right, everything he does is shot on video. He, he had like one of his first things was um from 1992. It was called Lost Faith. That's it. I love. That Literally, movie. it completely disappeared, went nowhere, awesome. and then DVD started to become popular. So they started pressing them on DVD. You can, it, this is really hard to find. I forget the name of the website that I had to order it from. They they took the VHS, pressed it to DVD. You still have the DVD of that? Fuck yeah, that's fine. I actually just recent the other one I'm gonna talk about. The other one you have to look up by him. So you got Lost Faith. And then you also have The Bite, the bite which is the yeah. vampire one. Yep. Two of like his best shit ever. The Bite's from 2005. And then after you're done watching that, go and watch Joel D. Winecoop's Slasher Weekend. <laughs> have you, like, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just as bad as the other ones, but it's, mm. it's amazing, man. Um, He's got a bunch of other stuff I didn't know he did, but if you guys are into that really he's, bad stuff, he's Joel. actually still around. You can, oh um, yeah, he's still producing stuff. He's still acting and stuff. He's still in a lot of low budget movies. Yeah. We follow a guy on. Um, I love Joel Dean Wankoop. We follow a guy on on Instagram who's like a low budget producer, and he's worked with Joel Wankoop because he's posted stuff about it. Um, I I think Lost Faith is some kind of weird like classic. Honestly, I think yeah, it's, it's great. Um, anyway. Anyway, we'll have to do that. We'll go to the convention. We'll get some acid bath, and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. uh, review it. Hey, you never know. Joel might be there, and then uh, we'll get some more stuff and <laughs> actually be happy. So. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> that's about all we got for this segment. Yeah, no. We want to get into some reviews. Let's do it. All right. The basketball team is planning a party. A slumber party to bare their souls. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls are coming, except Mary and Linda. And they won't be missed. The party begins at 8 o'clock. It's a slumber party for old time's sake. Love it, too. Do you think I'm getting better? (laughs) But be on the lookout. For an uninvited guest. Please, please. When the pizza arrives, things really start jumping. Some people may have to leave early. But others will hang around. And hang around. 
eat the dead guy's pizza. I feel better already. Really, I do. But for those who stay, there'll be plenty of surprises. <laughs> and non-stop action. For sure, no one's getting any sleep the night of the Slumber Party Massacre. Close your eyes for a second and sleep forever. All right, that's the trailer for Slumber Party Massacre. So let's get into this thing, man. All right, um, so I, I can give you a synopsis of Slumber Party Massacre in less than 60 seconds. So a uh, group of high school girls decide to have a slumber party one night, and they are um, accosted by a little man with a really big drill who proceeds to drill and kill them one by one. Uh, movie came out in the early 80s, like 1982, where Roger Corman produced it, New World Pictures, and uh, it was cashing in, I guess, on the 80s, early 80s slasher movie craze. Um you know, at this point, Friday the 13th had obviously come out, and in and, and 82, 83, 84s, and slasher movies were really big. Um, so a little bit of history for me with Slumber Party Massacre series. So growing up, obviously, we went to the video store a lot, and covers were sort of a big part, like, of the video store experience. And I will always remember. Now, my I, I, I don't remember our video store having the first Slumber Party Massacre, but they definitely had part two. And they definitely had Sorority House Massacre, which is like the uh, the less popular sibling to Slumber Party Massacre. But they were always like forbidden fruit, right? Because obviously the title itself suggests um, f- female flesh, right? Like you're going to get a Slumber Party Massacre, you're going to get nudity, female nudity, or at least you assume you will, um, and a slasher movie. And the covers would show scantily clad college-aged girls um, enjoying themselves or being attacked by a man with a drill or whatever. Um, So from very early on, I was actually kind of... I was interested in these movies for obvious reasons. When you're like a 9, 10-year-old boy, um, you see a movie like Slumber Party Massacre and you're immediately interested in that. Um... And I'd, I'd say Slumber Party Massacre delivers on that promise. Um, so, you know a little bit of the background. You know it was written as a feminist piece. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the second one was kind of too. Yeah, yeah. I know the. Yeah, I don't have as. I don't know as much about the second one, but the first one was written by a feminist. She wrote it as a parody. It was supposed to be like a spoof. So, it was. It was the whole thing was supposed to be a comedy, the entire thing. She sells yeah. the script to Roger Corman. Roger Corman. Shoots it straight, so he hires this director, and they don't shoot it as a comedy. They shoot it as a slasher movie, which means you get all these weird, like, spoof elements, parody elements in a movie that's that's completely straight-faced as a slasher movie. Um, so, like, for example, there's the early shower scene in the movie, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's got to be 
the longest one of the longest shower scenes in a slasher movie like it's obviously been longer shower scenes but there's a scene at the beginning of that where like the camera just lingers on this one girl's ass for like i don't know a minute straight and in the script i could see that being like oh it's supposed to be funny but in roger corman's world it's like well we're gonna show we're gonna show fully nude women for like five minutes straight in the locker room during that scene uh the wife says uh there's a part where she says, wow, your tits are getting bigger. <laughs> and she goes, I don't think girls really talk like that in the shower, nor do they just stare at each other's ass. I said, who's staring at somebody else's ass? She's like, the camera's just sitting there. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> She's like, this is taking way too long. I was like, I kind of like this scene. I don't believe her. I think they do. I think that girls do that all the time. Yes, yeah, no, yeah. They're always, like, looking at each other and talking about each other. Oh, for it, yeah, yeah, definitely. They're always like, like, oh, how big are your tits? Yeah. Like, I I guarantee you, like, when our old ladies get together, they're just like, oh, have your tits gotten bigger? And then we walk in the room, and they're like, they just act like they weren't talking about it at all. Yeah, or, like, when we leave, like, like the last time we were there and we went and got pizza, they totally had a slow-motion pillow fight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) yes. But, um... So, so it, the the thing about Summer Party Massacre that to a young to a young child like myself is that it delivers. First, I'm gonna I'm gonna say straight up that I absolutely love this movie. It's uh, it is one of my favorite early '80s slasher movies. And I didn't actually see the first one until I was in my maybe teens, probably twenties. It, it just it was hard for, for whatever reason I didn't have access to it. Like I did the second one and the Sorority House Massacre movies. But yeah, I, I didn't think, see this until later. Uh, way later on in life, right? Yeah, so. I th- I think that um, it delivers everything it promises. So it's filled with like sleazy moments. Like there's a shower scene. There's a scene where they're changing in the window and the boys are peeping on them. Yeah. Then it also delivers on the violence and the gore that you want in an '80s slasher movie. Um, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know. Like to me, it's. It's like 75 minutes of pure slasher goodness. Um, it's not, it's so fucking short and it just moves at a clip. Like the pacing is so yeah, that's good. One good thing. Movie, yeah. Where like you get, I mean, you have a kill. So the, one of the first kills is, um, so after the shower scene, of course, then we, uh, we, well, we get the, the woman killed in the van. She's like an electric, like, a, yeah. I mean, if you, depending on how you want to run through this, yeah. everything I have is kind of an order. Yeah. So let's do it that way. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So, like, right in the beginning of the movie, it's just a paper boy and a bicycle. Right. Is that like a lost art form now? You know what it is? And you know what's funny you say that? Um, so at work, uh, they're, they've been doing like these interviews with senior management at work and they release them out because they think it's cute. But, um, one of the senior managers talks about like the jobs he had when he was younger. And he said the first job he had was a paper boy when he was 10 years old. I never see a kid on a bike delivering papers. No, the people, it's people driving around in their cars. Yeah. And it, it's like usually like a woman in her fifties smoking a cigarette at like five in the morning and she's driving yeah. around in a car and she drops them off in like mailboxes or throws them at your road or whatever. Yeah, the dude, drive them. the dude over here, he just chucks them out his car window and then it's, you pick see? them up and they smell like cigarettes. It's a car. Yeah, see, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're right. I think it is a lost art. But I, I know when he's here because his muffler's off. I also, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a rooster, right? Only it's, yeah, a, it's a lot more annoying. Um, yeah, I think so because like, 
I don't think you could now make a kid do that. Like, would you be able oh, to? Oh God, no, no, right? Because no, child no, no, labor no, no. laws and all that. Well, stuff. child labor laws, and you know they got to put hours into Fortnite, man. That's like, true. They, they yeah. don't have time for a could job. You ma- I could not imagine so. my child getting up at fucking five in the morning to go deliver newspapers. Like she would, like she would look at me like I like I had three heads. Like oh, there's no God. way I would even be able to suggest that. My daughter would probably shoot, like literally shoot me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she would literally just pull the piss off mine of the bed and go get the fuck out of my room. But there's a lot of movies in the '80s that have paper boys in them. It yeah, was a no. pretty popular motif. I, 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 I come. I mean, to... even when we were kids, there were like I had friends that were paper boys. Yep. You know, even back. Well, I mean, the year ago, this is back in the '80s. You know, like early yeah. '90s. Yeah. Like I had friends that were paper boys, and then. Later on, like, you know, the Citizen and stuff, they hired friends of mine, but they had mm. a van. They were in a van, and we would hang out in the back of the van, and we'd party all night. Our friends would pick us up in the morning. We'd be smoking weed and drinking in the back of the van while they're delivering papers to the boxes and stuff, you know? Remember the Nintendo game, Paperboy? I love it. That's what I thought of when I saw it's him. It's a hard game, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's classic. Yeah, no, I love that game. <laughs> and then, so, so shortly after that, yeah, we get the, uh, we get the van kill. Um, mm-hmm. he t- then takes the body and yep. drops it inside of an open dumpster. Is that not the worst place to put a body? Yeah. Um, well it is, but I don't think he's playing a long game here. I think, uh, you know, he's like this guy that escaped from a mental asylum. He's incredibly unhinged. And I don't think he's thinking like, Oh, I want to hide this body and have it disappear forever. He's just thinking, like, I'm just going to get rid of the body right now. I'm going to throw it in a dumpster. I don't understand why he doesn't just put it in the van, personally. Yeah, not only that, I have a company vehicle. I mean, granted, back then they didn't have the technology they have now, but I have a a company vehicle. (laughs) They know where that vehicle is at all times. Yeah, they didn't then. So this this girl is a phone repair person, Mm -hmm. a phone repair woman. Yep. She is killed. Dude takes van. Nobody reporting. Not only she's not reported missing, yeah. the company doesn't know their van is gone. See, that would happen, but it wouldn't happen until the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because imagine if you had that luxury, though. Like, if they didn't know where you were 24 hours a day, every day in your van. Like, for, for the eight hours you went and picked up the van, the truck, whatever it is, drove away. And then for those eight hours, you were gone. And then you just came back. And you're like, yeah, got everything done. I do that anyway. <laughs> even with a watchman. Even though I didn't get everything done, I'm like, everything's done. Going home. Um, well, I, it's, it's kind of the perks of the job because I go to work and I leave my house, I go to work, and then I come right back home. <laughs> I don't have to see a boss. I don't have to hear from anybody. It's nice. I just do my shit and go home. Mm. Um, and, 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 and a lot of this is going to sound like I'm shitting on this movie, and I'm not. Like, right. I love this movie. Yep. It's, it's great. I've watched it multiple times. Um, it was just like kind of things I was picking up watching it for the show. It's not a, it's not like it's some, it's not Halloween, you know, it's, yeah. it's a early eighties B movie slasher. It's not, it's not like this masterpiece of, of filmmaking. It's a B movie. So yeah, it's, it is not a great movie, but it is a great movie. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? So then we get, um, so we have driller killer in yeah. the back of the van. Yeah. Uh, body and dumpster, yeah. and then we have a chase through a school. Yeah. So it's the killer yeah. and a chick. Yeah. He manages 
to lock every door in a school. Every door is locked. See, I would, here's what I couldn't figure out, right, is was it him locking the doors or was it just that they were locked up because the school was closed? Either way. So if, say, he got into the school, janitor comes through, locks all the doors. Yep. Right? They literally just left the showers. So everybody had just left school. Yeah. You're telling me there's not a teacher? <laughs> there's <laughs> not a janitor? There's nobody in that school that's going to hear a dude running around with a drill, with a drill and a girl screaming and all the doors are locked and nobody's in that school at all. Maybe. That's a goddamn lawsuit waiting to happen. Think about it, man. Think about if um you're a teacher or whatever. You're like a high school teacher. And it like the bell rings at three o'clock. Don't you just get the fuck out? You're the teacher. I'm the janitor. I got to clean up after your shift. That's true. You would be there actually. So I'm yeah. still there until midnight, mopping the You're floors, doing second taking shift. the trash out. Yeah. You know. But he's actually probably like out in the parking lot getting stoned. Yeah, he could be. You know. You know, depending. He on probably how many sees the dude walk in with the drill, and it's just like, eh. <laughs> I don't get paid enough. Yeah. He's just like, eh, fuck that He's him putting padlocks and shit on the doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have been cool if, like, the next scene was just the janitors mopping up blood. Just like, ah, oh, fuck, like this again. Well, that is funny. The thing with the blood is kind of funny, though. Yeah. When she gets cut and she's, uh... And it's, like, leaking under the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's leaking under the door. I mean, it is, like, you know, the first thing you think he would do is check all, like... The fact that he passes by that room at all is is kind of ridiculous. She easily could have just run out of the room at that point and gone away. Um, she doesn't, and, and then she gets caught because the blood dripping on the door. It, the whole thing is incredibly ridiculous. Yeah. But. So then, <laughs> what do you think of the guy? By the way, first, my well, that's funny you mentioned that because my right. next note is okay. this motherfucker is brave. <laughs> he murders a chick. Yeah. And then walks right out to the parking lot in daylight with a bloody ass yeah. drill yeah. and just walks right to the van like nothing ever happened. Yep. Nobody sees him. Nothing. Yep. Um, I actually thought this guy was really good. He, I like him, yeah. He's just, he has this look in his eye that he's legitimately crazy. So according, just, according to the trivia, he spent his time on set isolated from all of the other actors so that he could get into character. So he would, you know, like go sit by himself. He wouldn't talk to anybody because he wanted to be in character of just this like crazy eyed psychopath who was out to murder as many nubile high school girls as he could. And oh. I think he does. Oh, I think it worked. It yeah, worked. I think he looks really, he's off putting. He does a really good job of that. Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, no, he does a really good job of that. Especially, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. When he's walking across this parking lot, yep. he is just confident he's not getting caught. Yeah. It's the middle of the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like there could be people anywhere. There's no one playing wall ball, burn ball, wall ball. I remember that. No one playing basketball. There's nobody. This school is shut down, bro. Yeah, man. It was the 80s, you know? You know, even when we were in school, after school, somebody met playing burn ball. I got the fuck out. Oh, I left too. <laughs> I had weed to smoke. I didn't. Like, yeah, I didn't. Wasn't, I wasn't going to sports and yeah. shit. So. But there would always be people hanging around after school. Whether oh, they you're were, right, you know, there were. Yep. Um, this school, nobody. It was like a creepy teacher hanging around or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you would was. have like the weird music teacher who's like, I just gotta. It was always with, the music teacher. This trombone is not right. It was always the music teacher. Like, yeah, always our music, music teacher, teacher, art teacher. Our were, music teacher, quote unquote, retired early after he was accused of like. Touching some girl's tits and force yeah. kissing her or something. I don't even remember that. You don't remember that? No. 
We'll uh, talk about it. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I, remember that. That. I remember that. I was in band, man. I remember that. So, um, yeah, so he gets in the van, and then it, it cuts to uh, this chick's going home. <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> As she's trying to get into her house, the drill comes right through the it's, door. It's so funny. Right? <laughs> right through, from the inside, too. Yeah, from inside the house. Inside the house. Mm-hmm. Right to her face, she jumps back, door opens, and her friend's like, oh, I was just going to put your peephole in. Yeah, I was just putting in people. Yeah, the, I was just going to put the peephole in for you. And she's like, yeah. oh, okay. And they have a little chit-chat quick. And then she closes the door. The girl leaves. Guess what's in the door? The fucking people. Did you notice that? No. Literally, within that conversation of nobody doing anything, the people in the door, in. peephole's in. Huh. I, so I wrote down instant people. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that whole thing with the drill coming through yeah. the door. It's so ridiculous. Like, if she had been 30 seconds later, she would have gotten a drill in her fucking head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why would you ever do something like that? Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. Was that the gym teacher or was that the girl across the street? That was the girl across that the street. That was the girl across the street. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because right after that is we get... Um, she thinks she hears something. That's right, yeah. So she goes and locks the door. Yeah. Then goes over and fiddles with the curtain. Open window, no screen. Doesn't close the window. Yep. She's so paranoid that she locks the door. Doesn't close the window. And then goes and plays the piano. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're so freaked out. You're playing your own death music. Like, what Maybe are you doing? She uses it to calm down, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's... You left the window open <laughs> on the first floor of the house. <laughs> it's open. Th- yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, um, oh, and what's with the 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 the, the creepy dude neighbor that just keeps ra- <laughs> Mister whatever his dude, name he's is? He's in the house. I love that guy. He pops up outside. What is this guy, guy doing? I love that. I would like if I were in my house, right? Or let's like, and uh, the dude that lives next door to me was just in my on the second floor of my house. Like I would be like, "What are you doing in my house? Like, why are you upstairs?" And she's cool with it, and she's fine with it. She's yeah. like, "Oh, I'll make you some coffee or whatever, whatever she makes coffee, right?" Like, sit yeah. down and have some coffee. That dude is fucking. Cr- and then he's outside with like he's outside later with a machete. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's killing snails. <laughs> you get the you 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 get the shot. This girl goes out to get firewood. <laughs> And you get a shot of this dude just standing in the darkness with a machete in his hand, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see the machete come back, and bam, it hits a right. it hits a squirrel or a, a, no, a snail. Squirrel, a yeah. snail hits a snail, and the girl jumps back, and it's a creepy neighbor. See, here's the thing: is you can start to see, like, with some of this stuff, why it was written as a parody, right? Like, you can see how this could have been a scary movie type movie because all of the like obvious kind of tropes are right there. So like the guy, the weird neighbor who just is hanging out in your house, the weird neighbor who's walking around with a machete, the, the the girl who just leaves a fucking window open in her house. Like all this stuff is parody, but, but they're shooting it like it's a straight up horror movie. So what we're seeing is like these ridiculous things where we're like, what the fuck is that? And it's probably because it was written to be funny and they shot it straight. And right. for some reason it, it works because of that, because it, it's so it's funny, 
but it's like they're not necessarily trying to be obviously funny. All right, well, I, so her and this neighbor obviously know each other really well. Yeah, they're close. He's a friend of the family. He was or like to, asked to watch over the house yeah. or whatever. Well, she, yeah. So let's say like, um, let's we were neighbors. Yep. You know, you 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 know me really well. <clears throat> you're downstairs. You're in, you're in your tidy whities. Yep. You know, f- cooking some eggs or something. You got yep. some bacon, some eggs going, right? And you're just standing there. You got nothing but sandals and tidy whities on. Yep. And I come down from your second floor, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? What are you What are you gonna do? I'm gonna ask what you were doing up there. Yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? What in are my you house? doing in my house? And why are you like what are you doing in my bedroom? Yeah, because <laughs> that's pretty much where you are. Yeah, right. Like if you're on the second floor of my house, you're 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 in my bedroom or in my kid's bedroom. What are you doing in there? Now the only thing I could think. <laughs> The only thing I can think is that they were, in a way, they were trying to set him up. To, but they, they already told us who the killer was. No, we already knew You he know wasn't. who the killer we is knew in the he first wasn't, eight yeah. minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I think is, like, in the script, this guy was written to throw you off. But they already told us who it was. Well, that's the thing. I think it was written as a joke. I think you were supposed to laugh and be like, oh, look, it's a typical slasher movie thing where the creepy neighbor is hanging around the house. And you keep thinking that he's the killer and he's not. I actually, it was on purpose. You're supposed to laugh at that, but they shoot it in a way where you're not supposed to laugh at it, and it, it becomes just absurd. But, yeah, like, the, we know the guy is not the killer. We know that, which is partially why they kind of obscure him, so we're supposed to think it's the driller killer every time. But I'm seriously, I'm seriously going to be like, what are you doing in my house? Why are you on my second floor? Why are you in my bedroom? Get the fuck out of my house. What are you doing? What could you possibly be doing on my second floor? You going to make me coffee? What? Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. He sits down in the kitchen and she makes him some coffee. Yeah. You got eggs going, man. Like he's, let me, let me, who let me knows get an what, egg and a what he was just doing in your room? Like, get him out of your house. You don't know what he was doing in there. He's creepy. Get him. Sniffing panties. Yeah. Get him out of your house. Like, you know that's what he's probably doing up there. Yeah. Get him out of your house. Go. Get out of my fucking house. Yeah, get out. Go. <laughs> panties fall out. Now get. Panties falling out of his pocket. He's like, yeah. get him. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> I brought these here. Like, they're, they're mine. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, though. Like, what the fuck? Those are my panties. So funny. <laughs> no, you can't sniff them. <laughs> so... Uh yeah, so at that point when he when he shows up with the machete, one of the other girls is out getting firewood. Okay, right, yeah. <clears throat> she comes back into the house. Which uh, real quick on that, they're in California. Like, is California get cold in the like? It, yeah, it does in the summer. Doesn't it look like it's summertime. Oh well, yeah. I mean, in the summertime, it's like, hard to tell what the season is to be honest. But I yeah. maybe it's fall because they're in school. But I was like, I guess it does yeah. get cold there. Yeah, I mean, it? you know, it'll drop down to fifty, sixty. Depends on where you night. live. I mean, it could be a hundred degrees at daytime, but at like nighttime, depends it could be on 50, where you 60. are, I guess, because they get snow and shit there. And I guess if like you're in California and you're kind of used to the the weather when it, you know, like for us, fifty degrees is like God. Like we're like, yes, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, especially you know, in the fall. Or whatever. For them, when it hits fifty degrees, it's like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's that's cold. true. Yeah, yeah, they're they're putting on the layers and shit, but. She comes back in, and they think they hear something. Actually, is this where? No, they they, they previously got naked when the dudes were outside the window, right? So I don't remember the exact order. Yeah, they they get naked and the dudes are watching them. Um, I think that because the dudes get into the house is where I'm going. 
Yeah, yeah. So okay. the dudes get into the house, yep. and she says, "Did you lock the garage? Did you close the garage? Did you close door? the garage door? And did you lock it? Did you lock it? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Because the door that she came in is outside. I know. I was trying to. You f- got to go outside to get into the garage. I'm trying to figure out the like geography of the area because she's really concerned about the fact that the garage isn't closed. But like, how did the two guys? Right, like the two guys get there and they get right up to the house. I don't think they came in through the garage. The the house has a front door that's not attached to the garage, so it's like she was really concerned about the garage. But then she says that her father has a lot of valuable things in there. So I think her concern was less about it being open because someone would get into the house, and more that someone was going to steal her dad's shit. Like, she has a throwaway line where she says, my dad has a lot of valuables in the Yeah, garage. but if you think someone's out to murder you, I don't think she shit thought about your that. dad's stuff? I don't think she thought that at that point. Well, though. no, because they were they, they heard something and they got freaked out. That's true, and then there's that weird Barbie doll thing on the window or whatever. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, she opens the curtain <clears throat> yeah. and she sees the Barbie doll there. And um, she's like, I threw that away this morning or whatever. Yeah, that's right. So she thinks that, like, someone's either coming, whatever the situation yep. is. And she's freaked out, and then um, it come to find out it's their two male friends. Yep. Um, and then it's just a bunch of kills and stuff after that, and you know stuff like that. But I do want to say, so we can wrap this up. Well, let's just talk real quick. I want to talk about. Um, did you? So did you? Did you? Did you take away from the movie the fact that the drill is his dick? No, but I did write down. <laughs> but I did write down. Is, okay. The Hilti drill is probably the worst weapon to kill somebody at nighttime with. It probably is. <laughs> that thing is so loud. It's super loud and it's big and it's bulky and yeah. and it also represents his dick. So, she, I'm 100% that drill represents his dick. So, this woman um that wrote the script was a feminist, said this in the beginning, and this whole thing is about uh misogyny and misogynistic view of slasher films da, 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 da. and she wrote a slasher villain who carried a giant drill who's a little dude with a giant drill who was going to drill the women to death with his giant penis that's 100 she was doing and there's a there's a few scenes in the movie one when so he kills the girl so when something makes sense that we'll get to yeah yes right you, you get to the yeah. end right so he um he kills the girl in the garage and there's a there's a shot in that scene where it's between his legs, right? The camera's looking through his legs, and he has his drill, and he's pointing it down. And there's like it's coming straight down towards her face, and it's just the drill spinning, and that's definitely supposed to represent like his dick in form of a drill about to just drill the shit out of this woman in a garage. And at the end of the movie, she castrates him, which kills him. So she has the fucking knife cuts off the tip of the drill that's him that's her cutting off his dick and the whole time he's like you love it you love it you love it remember that at the end he's like you love it and that's like oh you know like i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck you you're gonna love it and then she cuts his dick off i.e the drill and that kills him pushes him in the pool and he dies yeah because i was like how the fuck is that knife gonna go through a solid steel blade it never will yeah. But it represents his dick. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for his dick. Ah. The entire thing is about this little guy, this little insecure guy with a giant cock who's going around forcing women with his drill. Yeah, but who really wants a four-inch cock that's a 
pinky size around. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know. But that's that's I am one hundred percent positive that that is what what that was. But like you're gonna go deep, but you ain't hitting no walls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's why at the end they fucking cut it off. That's yeah. him losing his dick, and then that's why he dies because she castrates him, cuts his dick off. All right, that makes sense because makes I sense. I was like, now, right? I was like, how did that knife go through that nope. drill? It wouldn't, it wouldn't. Yeah. But they they wanted. And the I metaphor. totally forgot about that when I was watching it <laughs> until this time. I was like. The entire thing is a metaphor for that. Yeah, a yeah. little dude with a big dick. He's an incel. He's a he's an in, he's one of those incel guys. Can't get laid. So he well, he's crazy. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, that's, that's maybe his dick is. don't work. His dick probably doesn't work. Yeah. So that's Slumber Party Massacre. But yeah, no, I mean, it probably sounded like I like I was just like, oh fuck this. But this is I love this movie. This I think it's good. incredible. It's, it's great. Um, you are correct. It is. Uh, it is laughable at times. It's definitely a B movie, but the fucking thing moves so fast. It's yeah, seventy five minutes. There's even though the drill is a stupid weapon in theory, it does make for some good kills. Um, like when when it gets like when he's drilling somebody with that thing, and it's it's brutal, and they show the gore, and they don't they don't. There's lots of nudity and gore and everything that you would want in an early eighty slasher movie. They deliver it. Like tenfold, they give you everything you want, and they give it quick. Um, I absolutely love this movie. I think it's great. I think this is this is a good um, a good crowd movie. Mm. Watch it with friends. I'd love but, to watch this outside with a bunch of people and my on my screen. But but I do recommend watching it by yourself. Yes, be familiar with it. So. You know, because you you want to enjoy it before yeah. you sit down and laugh at right. it with your friends. If I were to show this um, to a group of people, I think they would be confused. No, well, now that I know what the knife cutting, is. I know it's a big does, penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can watch it and and, and be fine with it. I you can Google it. It's a dick. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, it's obvious. Yeah, no, I didn't actually Google. It. I just <laughs> I just took my normal notes that I, when I watch it. It absolutely is. It um, represents it. So I didn't really look anything up. That's why he's constantly drilling all the women. That's him just fucking yeah. him with his drill. Huh. Interesting, right? But yeah, yeah, no, definitely watch this. And if and if you've already seen it, then convince like eighty of your friends yeah. to watch it with you and just have a good time with it. This is a good movie. I love it. I'm actually hoping that they do a Joe Bob episode on Shutter. Oh, that would be great. Because I think it would be fun to watch him cover this. So we would have what? Um we would have one Van Foo. Like <laughs> you know what Yeah, I'm it'd be yeah. like, you know, drill foo and yeah. and, and machete foo and yeah there'd be like a bunch of it'd be good plus you get to count all the breasts oh my god you know what i mean yeah there's so many mm-hmm. there's so it, i think it, it would be fun to watch him cover it yeah. both of them it'd... we got uh pillow fight foo pillow fight foo yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're right yeah so no the pillow fight was in the second one it is we'll get there yeah, but okay yeah, I'm getting confused now. This one just had like them all changing together in the living room, which That's is also, right. yeah. which by the way is a thing that women do. They strip naked together. Never got the set of black girls' boobs. Did you notice that too? I noticed Never. that. So here's what I had. A, I, I'm wondering. I mean, about you kind of see them through. Yeah, the yeah. Shirt no, no. Part. I'm thinking that she must. She probably refused to do the nudity, which is which happens. And I also think that the girl that went out to the garage in the car. I think that they had to use the stand-in for her. Oh yeah, I These mean a lot of times when I do close-ups like that. Yeah, yeah. So you, you yeah. could always tell, but um, you're right. I noticed that too. Like, oh, yeah. the 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 black woman did not show show her. Not dance. one time. She didn't show anything. Not she one showed time. nothing, which yeah. was really unusual because all the other girls did. 
either th- themselves directly or through like some sort of body double. Yeah. So it was weird. So I'm thinking she either refused to or it was in her contract. She didn't have yeah. to do it. So, but that is Slumber Party Massacre. That is Slumber Party. Oh, you know what? I have the soundtrack on vinyl too, and the soundtrack in this movie is is kind of fun. The entire thing was done on a Casio keyboard. I have one of those. Do you? Yeah. No, I I think the score is no, is no, no. Cool. I have a Yamaha. Well, technically it's my daughter's, but I use it to make music sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when I need certain sound effects that I can't get, it has a cool like low budget cheap synth score that it's I think same, is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, Yamaha because it yeah. plugs right into the mixer here. So if you like '80s, early '80s synth scores, I think this is kind of a fun. Yeah, one. I mean, if you like multiple and the kills, vinyl's kind of cool. If you like multiple kills, multiple breasts, <laughs> yeah, um, and then just straight up '80s slasher movie. This is it. This is yeah. for you. It, yeah, at so. the peak of the slasher boom, '82. Yeah, but so we're gonna switch from that, and we're gonna go into the second one of these. Summer Party Massacre Part Two. Part Two. So we're gonna run the trailer for that. has got some weird friends. I have got the fastest growing bit I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, look at this thing. <laughs> I think your sweetheart's been taking too many diet pills. Here's a chicken sandwich if you want to She should have listened to her sister. Don't pick me off the way. Because when she and her band get ready to party... Do anything you want to. Go It's more than just a great time. No girls really did this stuff. It's Slumber Party Massacre 2. Now it's time for the fun part. He's in his house somewhere. It's 9 o'clock and ready to rock. My motorcycle's out of the house. Jump on back if you hold on tight. Bastard. You killed Valerie. Because Slumber Party Massacre 2. If you go, don't go all the way. God, anybody got any tranks? Alright, so that was the trailer for Slumber Party Massacre 2. Okay. Let me see if I have a synopsis for this thing. Um. <clears throat> Courtney... Bates, the young... We didn't even talk about her in the first movie. The sister? Yeah, we will. Courtney Bates, the younger sister of Valerie and her friends, go to their condo for a weekend getaway, but Courtney can't get rid of the haunting feeling that a supernatural rockabilly driller killer is coming to murder them all. So, this movie stars the younger sister of Valerie from Slumber Party Massacre 1, who, I, I mean, we have to talk about this real quick, is apparently 12 years old in the first movie. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because they mention it because she's looking at the porno mag. <laughs> yeah. 12? There's no way she was fucking 12 years old. All right? What? That actress? 
Like, in the first oh, movie? Oh, oh, God, no, hell no. She had to be like 20 years old, right? Yeah, well, it's kind of like Saved by the Bell, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> they were in high school for like nine years, you know? But they, they, the weird thing in that first movie is that they try to make her look like she's 12. So, like, put her in 12-year-old clothing and, like, and give her 12-year-old hairdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's clearly, like, in her 20s. It's really fucking strange. Yeah. Um, I don't even Well, that was the, the whole thing actress. was, like, every time there was, like, some weird sex scene or something going on, I kept thinking, like, they're not going to show her naked. Like, I mean, they can because she's obviously old enough in real life. In this, life. she's 17. But in the movie, in she would have been 12. In this, she's 17. Yeah. In the first movie, she's supposed to be 12. Seventeen still, but she's in this. She's well into her. I mean, there's a dude in this movie who's supposed to be like eighteen, and he has a widow's peak. He has less hair than I have. That dude's in his late thirties, early forties, or at least he looks like he does. Um, but anyway, so this movie is is centered around that sister character from the first movie, and this idea that she was kind of like the survivor of the first movie. Um, and her sister is in, like, some mental asylum or something. And uh, she's having these weird dreams about this rockabilly guy with a guitar drill thing. She's in a garage band. And her and her friends are going to this condo for a weekend to practice their music, drink, have sex, and... Um, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. Sex, yeah, sex, drugs, yeah. and rock and roll. Exactly. So what do you... What are your, is this... You said before we started recording, you had one movie that you took a lot of notes on, and one movie that you stopped taking notes on. <laughs> this is the one I stopped. This taking notes on. This is the one on. you obviously stopped. Yeah, taking notes on. Um, I have a few. Yeah. Um. So well, well, I I think that with Slumber Party Massacre two, one thing that you kind of have to talk about is all of the weird songs in the movie. So it's they're in a band, right? So. There's like this weird thing in the movie where they're constantly performing and singing songs, and they're really bad versions of like '80s pop songs. And there's like scenes where they're singing in the cars, and I I have to wonder if like when they were making the movie they thought like oh yeah we've got we got a movie that we can sell a soundtrack on, you know like back in the day like a movie would come out and you go down to the CDs to like store fye or strawberries whatever it was strawberries yeah, bro. yeah and you'd buy um you'd buy like the soundtrack to the movie you know what i mean i have like a bunch of songs yeah. from the movie and i can't help but think that they were thinking like all right we first gotta... one i ever bought was belly that was the first cd you ever bought no 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 the first like soundtrack to a movie i don't remember mine might have been belly. south park bigger longer and uncut i think i probably at that point i had limewire so i just downloaded it <laughs> uh but yeah no i definitely bought belly um, it was a CD too, actually. Huh. I had never bought a soundtrack to a movie before. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I started buying I, CDs when I was thirteen-ish. So, oh yeah, I mean, I had cassette tapes and CDs, <laughs> but I mean, like for a movie, like I saw the movie Belly. It had DMX and everything on it. I was like, I gotta get. But that. this movie is filled with or just... Bull. Actually, no, because I had uh, Bullworth too. You had Bullworth. That's yeah, funny. I had the soundtrack to that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but it's it is right. It's like filled with music, like original songs, and then these rockabilly yeah. songs, and yeah. it's really strange. The whole movie is very strange. But that's one thing that really struck me is the like b- all constantly being like berated with songs, and I couldn't help but think that they were trying to sell like a soundtrack to this thing. And the songs all most of them suck, but um, they're terrible. And 
So, do garage bands still exist? See, I don't know. Um, when we were in high school, even middle school, there was always like those one or two people that had yeah. that band. They they had a garage, or parent, you know, well, their parents had a garage, and they would yeah. be in their practicing all the time. That being said, they weren't as prevalent as '80s movies want you to think they are. Um, like yeah, I was the, thinking, I was having this thought watching this movie too, because about the cold garage band thing. And like, I, I guess I knew I did. I knew at least one person who was in a band, but when you watch eighties movies, like everybody had a, had a band. Yeah. Um, did you watch like back to the future? Barney flies in a band. Like it, everybody had a band. Everybody had bands in movies, garage bands. Obviously they all played out of garages, but I don't know if that was like really, a thing. I knew one person at a band. Um, I knew a couple. I guess well, I, knew I knew. I knew. I knew a couple garage band. Like yeah, just dudes who were like, "We're gonna go smoke some weed and then go jam out in the garage." That's usually what it was, though. It was like people getting high and then playing. Yeah, playing shitty music, like playing cover songs really badly. Because we have a mutual acquaintance, we'll say, mm-hmm. who used to uh, put on shows. Yes. That's okay? Right. Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. And he would get those people to come to the show. Those are the bands. Those were the bands show. that showed up to those shows. Yes, that's right. And they all yeah. sucked. They were all terrible. And none and, of them had, like, any audio control. Like, right. you couldn't hear the lead singer half the time or, like, the guitar wasn't working, you know. But everybody um, that went to the show pretended like it was good. Like, oh, it was the best thing ever. Yeah, and, and like, they just were moshing like crazy, yeah. and half of us were... Because they were all high on shrooms, man. I was about to say, like, half of us were either high or drunk, or yeah. both. Um, but yeah, that's... I mean, like, none of them sounded anything close to, like, what the band in this sounds. And this band isn't necessarily good. Um, like, the the songs are terrible. But I don't, I, they just really struck me with how much time is spent on fucking music in this movie. It's really fucking yeah. weird. Isn't it weird? Well, yeah, so this has a very different artistic style and a very different the camera angles are just weird. It's a very it's a completely different <laughs> movie from the first one, So, sure. um there's times where they're practicing in the garage and it'll do a close up of the lead singer and it's got this weird Snapchat filter or something. <laughs> yeah. Like this yeah, weird no. blurriness to it and then it backs out. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, there's a scene where they're practicing in the garage, and the guy that they invited comes in a car. Mm-hmm. It shows a close-up of her, and it's blurry. But then when it comes back out and shows him, it's normal. And then when it pans back yes, over, it's yeah, got yeah. this weird filter on it, and then it's blurry. And I'm like, what? The, what is going and on? And I couldn't figure out if that was, like, her... Like, there's this big thing in this movie about, like, dreaming. It's 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 got a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe to it. Poorly done, but a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe to it. Very poorly. Yeah, and I yeah. couldn't tell if it was, like... Supposed to be her dreaming or like seeing some alternate, weird, distorted version of reality when they did those filters. Because, um, like, there's a scene in the car, too, where she's sitting in the front seat and it's like maybe a dream. And there's like this weird thing they do with the with like a fishbowl type lens. And- well, it's hard to keep track of what's a dream and what's not. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe they did that on purpose. I don't Maybe they didn't. Here's my issue with Slumber Party Massacre too. This movie has a lot of fans. I think it's kind of fun because it's so stupid, but it's not a good movie. Not at all. And it, my biggest issue with this movie is that it takes like an hour before somebody actually dies. So she has a bunch of visions and nightmares where people die, and and she sees like what may be the future. I don't know. 
but nobody actually dies in this movie until like an hour in, right? That's yeah. that's correct, oh, yeah, probably right? Over an hour. And you think back to the first, and it's the same. This movie so, is the same length as the first movie, but it feels longer. So basically, what you, what you get for the first, let's say, hour and fifteen minutes. Well, it, the movie is an hour and fifteen minutes. That's my point, right? Oh, it's an yeah. hour and fifteen minutes, but it feels like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, it does. Okay, <laughs> so I was wrong on my time <laughs> because it's the same length as the, the exact legit, same runtime as the first. Right one. up until pretty much the first kill, you get basically um, her acting like she's twelve years old, but she's not anymore. <laughs> you get some right. chick in a cycle ward flipping out on a bed. Which is supposed to be her sister. Which is, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I guess we're going to spoil it anyway. Mm. But um, We will, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to get this chick flipping out on a, on a, in a cycle ward. You get a band. Yep. And then you get her constantly whining that she doesn't, uh, that she doesn't feel normal. Or whatever yeah. she says all the time. She's and like, you get her having dreams about a rockabilly driller killer who's some weird, like, Freddy Krueger-type ripoff. With a flimsy guitar that constantly flops around if you pay attention to it. <laughs> right, yes, with a drill attached, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fucking terrible. Now, this one, even though Roger Corman was there... This yeah. was actually directed, written, and directed by like Deborah. Now he didn't direct the first movie. It was directed oh. by a woman. Yeah, this but one different, a different director. Yeah, this one was Deborah. Whatever. Yes. Um She only did about six things, and this is pretty bad. Um, I mean, my biggest issue with it is that it takes an hour. So finally, what happens? So she's having all these dreams. And this has a really strong Nightmare on Elm Street vibe to it. And if you look at the release date, it makes sense. It came out at the, like the height of Nightmare on Elm Street Does it make sense that the two cops in the movie are Officer Kruger and Officer Voorhees? Yeah, like they're doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but she keeps having these dreams where her friends are dying and this guy is in her dream. She pulls him out of her dream into the real world. That's 100% Nightmare on Elm Street. It... It feels to me like they were trying to do more Nightmare on Elm Street and less, like, Slumber Party Massacre, like the first movie. Do they ever explain why this happens? They don't really explain anything, and all I could think was that she was in a psych ward the whole time and just imagining all of it. Is that what happens at the end? Okay, so... (laughs) So, um... uh, The wife was like... So she... Brought him um, into the real world. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what just happened. Yeah, which is exactly what happens in Nightmare now, on Elm Street. Now, is it that she's dreaming the whole time? Or did this really happen and then she wound up in the psych ward after? That's what I can't figure out. I can't figure out if like all those scenes in the psych ward were actually her in the psych ward. And like she was just imagining all of it the entire time. None of it happened. Like... After the murder, she was committed, and she was living out this fantasy in her brain. Um, or if, yeah, if all of it actually happened and then she was committed. I'm kind of leaning toward she was in the psych ward the whole time. I think they were trying to do some weird twist stuff, and it's poorly, poorly done. Um, my other issue is that the the characters in the movie overall are really annoying. And I Yeah, think, one I think, of them is, uh, I think, the drummer check. Yeah. Is a Playboy model. Yeah, and did you see that it was in her contract that she wouldn't do nudity? She wouldn't do nudity, yeah. Isn't that weird? 
No, we'd, anyway. Because this one I looked up. Actually, here, here's the thing. Is I looked up nothing for the previous movie. I just took notes while I was watching it. and I, This I one just, you lost, you lost. This one, I was literally looking stuff up while yeah. watching it. It's, it's, it's not paced that well. So the, the only reason to... The only way it's going to sort of keep your attention is because it's so bad. Um, so if you, I think if you were if you were watching this really good, like let's say you did part one and part two, and by part and we've talked about this with other movies, but by part two you're half in the bag. You're probably going to have fun with it with a group of people because it is so poorly done. Like you're going to be able to oh, laugh yeah. at this movie a lot. Um, all those music numbers, all all that stuff is great um, because it's so stupid. You're going to be able to laugh at the the high school characters who are in their 30s. Like I said, there's a guy in this movie who literally has a widow's beak. I think he's supposed to be 17 years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? It is. So, and, um, and like, she has weird, a weird dream where a chicken attacks her. She yeah. Has a weird dream where, like, that? her friend's pimple explodes. I don't know. What was None with... of it really makes any sense. There was... All right, so she constantly has these visions... Their dreams. Of something happening. Their dreams. And it, so so there's one where she's in the tub and then the blood comes out. And yeah, that's Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, this to me is... So is, the, so is the when her friend comes in and her face starts melting. Yeah. Same concept. It's Same it's thing. all... To me, yeah. this is all it's reactionary all to Nightmare on Elm Street. And it's... There's a movie called Bad Dreams that came out in, like, 1988. I watched that on Shudder. And... That's like a nightmare on Elm Street ripoff. That's actually pretty well done. Um, so, like ripping off Nightmare on Elm Street was a thing at this time. Like slasher movies were all trying to do the supernatural thing, I think. But this one just does it really, really bad. I, um, this movie has a lot of fans, by the way. Like it has a yeah, cult following. I know this does. Yeah, I actually uh, I have a story for you, but we'll do it afterwards, right. and um, we'll do it after we're done here because it's gonna kind of. Fade into this. This movie, you find the one person that loves this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like that one dude who knows every fact about it, everything. There's there's a number of them. It's got a a following. You get that one person, and you put him in the room with you with six other people who are going to make fun of this movie Mm. and just annoy the shit out of that person. (laughs) That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like like that dude's like, oh, no, well, she said, and then you're like, nah, you know. That is true. Um, That person isn't going to quit. And and just annoy the shit out of that person. So uh, that's how I felt about it. Like, this is just garbage. I hated it. I was cursing you. I'm like, fuck Adam. Fuck (laughs) his. Just be happy Um, we didn't do three, because I haven't seen three, but I think three is supposed to be I started watching three, like I told you, but it it was tough, because I can't find the the, the Blu-ray cut of it. It's just... You know what we should do? It's sold out on the website. You can't find it anywhere. Since we've done this at some point, we should do um, Sorority House Massacre, because Sorority House... Well, that's a good movie. Sorority House Massacre 3 is under the alternate title Hard to Die, and it's like a weird die-hard ripoff set in a skyscraper... With women dressed in lingerie, like, it is the weirdest fucking thing, but it's, and there's, like, long shower scenes and all this stuff, but it is, it's wild. Like, it's, it does not feel like a Sorority House Massacre movie, but it technically is Sorority House Massacre 3. some point, we should do that, but yeah. I can only imagine Slumber Party Massacre 3 I think the really first bad. two were on Shudder. I know the first one is. Slumber Party, I don't know. Oh, Sorority House Massacre might have been, yeah. Yeah, well, been. I know. Yeah, I know the first one is. I don't know about... I think the second one might be two. But, um... 
But can't um, really recommend two. I personally, but I know people like it. If you like, if you like really bad movies, it's. I remember yeah. having this on video, so um, it's the only one I owned. Actually, I used to go to this video store. What? So my family and I would go on vacation for mom. Every summer we would go camping up there, and there was this video store that you could go to, and they would sell their old tapes. And I would go in there, and I would buy a bunch of tapes. My parents would buy me a bunch of tapes because I wasn't old enough to have a job. I didn't have my own money, but my parents would buy them. And I bought Summer Party Massacre, too. I never got through it. So I wasn't able to get through the movie until I was an adult because it's so boring. It's actually really boring. It's boring. It's bad. I think it's really bad. I don't well, actually the first – Eight minutes are flashbacks from the other movie. This is true, yeah. And it, it literally takes an hour before anything actually yeah. happens. Now, and even then, when he does finally come out of that dream state, it all happens so fast. Like At least in the first movie, there's like a cadence. Like, okay, kill character, kill character, kill character. And then it slowly kind of ramps up. So, like, throughout the movie, you're getting all of these kills. It's, like, typical slash movie formula. But this one, it's an hour of nothing. It's all just dreams, and nobody dies, and it's it's super goddamn boring. Running it's... through half-built condos. That's right. And then that one dude opens the door, and he's like, goddamn kids, and closes the door. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> if I hear a drill and people screaming in my neighborhood... I'm sitting outside with a pistol in my hand until I figure out what's going on. I'm also pretty sure that the mansion they were shooting in was one of those, like, porno mansions. You know what I'm talking, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. porno directors will, like, rent those mansions or whatever to shoot porn films in. It looked like a porno mansion. Yeah. Pretty sure it was. Um, riddle me this. I, I have a note from actually the previous movie, but it just triggered because mm. I saw it. So in this movie, the, he drills through the wall and drills through the phone while they're talking on it. Yeah. And the first one, the guy cuts the phone line. Yep. In modern time today, you're making a movie. Mm-hmm. What's the equivalent of cutting a phone line? There's not one. There's not one. Because everybody's got a cell phone now. There's no equivalent. Um, no? There's no equivalent, you know. So if you got a bunch of people in a house. You can't do that movie anymore, basically, is what it means. Yeah. So basically, these movies now have to take place in the middle of nowhere with no cell service. Which is usually how it happens. They're usually out in the middle of nowhere. So you would set this out at a cottage. And even now, like realistically, at a cottage in the middle of nowhere, you still have service. But we can pretend that we don't. Um, yeah. I mean, when's the last time you went somewhere and really didn't have access to service? Because I was watching this, and I'm like, the guy cuts the phone line, and I'm like, what what's the equivalent? It's the first yeah. thing that came to my head is like, what's There's the There's no equivalency, now? which is... The only thing you can do is get a jacker. Put it in a car or a van. Yeah, can you imagine? Turn it on, and then it cuts the cell service. Showing that whole process. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the guy that that did that didn't even have enough time to do anything but dump a body into a dumpster is now going to take fifteen minutes to set up a blocker and a like. I mean, yeah. They just you can't make movies like this anymore. That's no. that's the answer. Everybody's got a camera. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a phone. Yes. You know, the, the, okay. So, so the phone literally will record. Make phone calls, yeah, it does, send yeah. text messages. Yep. Um, it's very rare, except for when I'm out in the other corner of the state, that I don't have service. Maybe. But I could move a mile down the road and have cell service again. You know how they would probably set this up? Like if they were to do it today, they'd be they'd do something like okay, they'd they'd set it up early because they'd have to set it up. Unfortunately, is before they even went to the party, they'd be like a- after the game when they're talking about 
like in the locker room, right? And the girl that's throwing the party would be like, okay, but everyone has to leave their cell phones at home because we we want yeah. it would be something like you know what I mean? It would be like we um we don't we want to spend time with each other, or whatever. We don't want to be on our phones. It would be something like that. They'd Things s- are gonna happen, and we don't want no pictures taken. It'd be something yeah. like that, and then it would be like, so all of us are gonna agree now, no phones, no nothing, and then they, that's that's how you would set that up. And another thing that I I was trying to think of while watching this is, so you got the the no more uh, phone cutting. Can't you you can't yep. cut a phone no more. Yep. Then we went straight into cell phones, like, you know, uh, movies like, I think there was a, like, uh, like, say you know what I did last summer, or, um, not you know what I did, well, that too, but, Scream. Okay. So you had phones, and, you know, at that point, there were cell phones out, but Yeah, but not, they weren't, they had not They weren't, yet. you know, popular yet, not everybody had them, they so they still, huh? they still had house phones. Mm-hmm. Where did the pager era go in movies? Ain't nobody I ever. Mean, I, I don't think a, a lot of people had pagers. I had a pager. Were you a drug dealer? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, at one point, I had two pagers. <laughs> I never had. A I pager. literally had one that was a local number and one that was a Texas number. I. Uh, <laughs> I never had a pager. Um, and there, I, was, and I, there was a payphone in front of the police station here in town. And when you paged me, I could go down there, and my buddy showed me a trick <laughs> on how I could check. My pager voicemails without putting a quarter in the machine, <laughs> and then I would have to use a quarter to call you back. But there was they skipped over that whole that whole thing in movies. There was never a pager. I think that pagers just didn't quite catch on. I did not have a pager. I didn't know anybody that had a pager. My parents didn't have pagers. I just don't think that pagers caught on quite. It became a thing that drug dealers and rich people had. Is <laughs> basically what it was. Like yeah, pretty I mean much. that that is what it was. Uh, in our community, at least, not a lot of people had pagers. Well, the first pager I had, so I had my local pager. <clears throat> I had the local number. Mm-hmm. Um, when you paged me, you could only say the phone number, um, and you could leave a voicemail. Yeah. Right? Or you could just say 911. Oh. That's that's all I could do. Like, So I would see the number, and I'd be like, all right, it's Adam. Probably wants weed. Yeah. Go to the pay phone. You know, where are you at? You're like, yo, I'm over, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'll meet you at the church wall, you know. Um, church wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking um, about. <laughs> but my Texas one, you could, like, leave me text. Like, you could you could say shit, and it would show up on my screen. <coughs> Holy shit. So you could say, like, yo, I need weed, and then I would look at it, and it would say, Bo need deed. And I'd be like, all right, well, I talked to Texas fuck, you know, because back then talk to Texas wasn't shit. And it would leave me a little thing. And then um, I could I, I, I could see what you said before I called you back. But I'm yeah, sure I, there's horror movies out there with pagers in them. I bet they exist. But yeah, they no, exist. there's just no more like. No Let's more... also remember that the 90s saw a lull in horror films. So um, it's it wasn't like the 80s. You know, you didn't have slasher movies every single freaking month in the, in the yeah. theaters in the 90s until Scream. By the time Scream came out, pages were almost dead. The, see, the 80s was a good time because you had the 80s where it was just slasher movie, slasher movie, slasher mm-hmm. movie. And then you kind of got into the 90s where it kind of went you know, into the – I mean, I'm not knocking Scream because I like I like Scream. Yeah, I like Scream. Um, but you got into the Scream movies. You got into uh, – you know, I, I know what you did last summer. You got into – Well, the, what happened was the slasher You movie got into came, those teen those The slasher type. movie came back in the mid-90s after Scream. It brought back the slasher film. Yeah. 
You had those weird like teen movies. Mm-hmm. Before that, you had psychological um, horror, Silence of the Lambs, movies like that, sexual thrillers. And then after that, you had zombies. So like two thousand and three ish, two thousand four ish. Twenty days later comes out, Dawn of the Dead remake comes out, and zombies hit. Yeah. And then not much longer after that, Walking Dead comes out, and zombies blow up. Yeah. And then uh, you have Paranormal Activity comes out. All of a sudden, found footage is big again, and hauntings are big again. So it's it's like these weird cycles. You can actually look at them and see one movie comes out, it's a hit, and it starts this string of movies that are like it. The slasher movie is interesting because it's happened at least twice. It happened in the 80s, and it happened again in the 90s. Yeah. And zombies, I guess, similar. Like it happened maybe after Night of the Living Dead, but I don't think there was like a huge surge of zombie movies after that. So slasher movie is kind of interesting, man, because... It, Scream wasn't supposed to bring back the slasher movie. It was making fun of the slasher movie. And then, for whatever reason, it brought back the slasher movie. Yeah. Some of those teen slashers are good, but you're right. A lot of them are, are real are real bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like when like Jennifer Love Hewitt and stuff came out in all those horror movies. It's See, just and I liked, I liked, and I know what you did last summer, when, but I have not seen it since I was a teenager. Mm. So it it probably doesn't hold up, but I I don't think I've watched Scream. it since I was a teenager either. Yeah. But because it was bad, yeah, Scream might hold up though. What was the? Oh my god, I remember. What was the terrible movie where like you couldn't? Oh my god, why am I drawing a blank? They're so bad, I can't stand them. Like people dying roller coasters. There was one where a truck... final destination. Man. I, final destination. I loved the first one. Oh my god, get out of here! I love the first. I got it. Well, I should rewatch the first one before I talk shit about it. You should because it's um, good. Because first that good. movie did something to me where good. when I saw the one with the with the log truck that everything slides that off. was like three or four, right? I, I, I saw that know. one and that scared the shit out of me. I've never been behind a log truck again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, you you go. Uh, that first one's kind of fun, man. It's got Devin Sawa in it. The it same so... year he did Idle Hands. Like he was... I love Idle Hands. Yeah, Idle yeah, Hands is so great. Yeah, Idle Hands is really great. There Especially was... when he takes a saw blade and just chucks it out of Idle him. Hands <laughs> is great. Yeah. There was a period in the 90s where it was just like a bunch of shit was coming out because of Scream. Some of it was really fucking weird and good, like Idle Hands, and some of it was Urban Legend. So it was like a mix of cool, weird stuff and yeah. shitty stuff. It was, it was a weird time. It's a weird time. Um. Yeah. No. It was just. Uh, the hell is that? So. Um, no. What I was saying was, I'm gonna. Show my true nerd here because we have talked about this previously on other shows. About uh, when we're standing in line listening to people and they're talking about how much knowledge they have, yeah. but they might as now you know yeah might not always be right. So um, I went out with about there was probably about twenty of us. All we go right. out and play Pokemon Go, All right. right? And we're going out and uh, we're doing a raid. And a raid. A raid. That's so, what you call it. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is in Pokemon Go, they'll take <laughs> a legendary Pokemon and they'll put them out the whole day, and you can go, you know, from gym to gym, and they'll give you unlimited raid passes, and you can catch as many as you want. But it's really fucking hard to catch. Like you okay. need, you need, you got to have a squad. Like you can't just okay. go do it by yourself. Yeah. So you got to get a bunch of people together. So there's like twenty of us. So where do you find these people? Well, I know a bunch of them, and All then right. some of them are friends of friends. 
So basically, uh, we went out, and then um, as we were leaving, we saw some people going through the park. My buddy's like, oh, I know that guy, and he's with, like, five other people. And then we go to this place, and literally with Pokemon, everybody shows up. Like, you go to the park. That's funny. There'll be, like, 50 people in the fucking park. That's really Um, Wow. I guess I didn't realize it was still... So we go out to do this raid, and we wind up going out with a – well, first it started off with, like, eight of us. Yep. And then we met up with some other people that we knew, and then we go to the next one, and now we have, like, 20 – we got a squad of, like, 20 people. So we got no problem taking these raids. We're just going to go to each gym, and we're going to, you know, just keep taking them. We're standing down in front of the bowling alley on Main Street, the little fucking shithole in the wall, <laughs> that, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're hanging out. There's a bunch of cool people. <laughs> we're all bullshit. And I mean, you know me, you know Fizz, you know, mm-hmm. we're, you know, um, not like most people. <laughs> and so we're all hanging out and we're just, you know, just kind of all bullshit and stuff. And there's this one dude out of 20 people. There's this one guy. All he wants to do is his knowledge. That's it. Like, he's just like, oh, you got in this and you got to do this and you got I'm like. Motherfucker, yeah. like I know how to play the game, and he was like, "Oh well, you got to swipe it." You got, and I'm like, "Did you tell me one more time what I have to do? I'm gonna kick you in your fucking dick, okay. all right? If you have one, all right, all right." <laughs> and it was just like two hours of this guy just blowing off knowledge. Of, mm. That's all. That's all he had. That is all he had. That's all he had that's was all his knowledge, got. right? That's all he's got. Yeah. So uh, we finally <laughs> wind up going to like the last one, and the previous one that we went to before that. Um, Entei wound up running from me, right? And I was just like, and it ran from my daughter, too. Okay. So I, I was talking to Fizz and this other kid. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I had like four balls left, and he ran. And the guy's like, that's impossible. That's that's impossible. That, that It's a one. You can. And, and the dude's like, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking break this dude's nose in a minute. Like, it happened to me. It happened to this other dude. And it happened to my kid. So it's physically possible that, nope, okay. nope, it's not in the programming of the game. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like. I looked, I looked, and I'm like, dude, you better get this fucking kid out of my face. You should have taken out your machete and cut his dick off. I could have did that. And then, and then, or my guitar drill. And then been like, I saw it on a movie last night I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but that just, like, it's just like we've talked about before where, like, people just blowing off knowledge. It's It was the most strange. annoying thing I fucking... It like, is annoying. Yeah. It's very annoying. So annoying. I don't and mind. he was wrong on most of it. That's what usually bothers... So... The knowledge thing can be the thing that's annoying to me about knowledge when somebody's just talking to themselves. Um, but so talking to themselves, but surrounded by others, like not having an actual conversation with somebody. I don't mind people having conversations about things like we talk about movies, talk about whatever, but we're both having a conversation. But if I'm talking at you, you know what I mean? Like you're sitting there and I'm just talking fucking at you so that you can understand. So you can just like listen to me talk. Um, that's different, and that's the kind of shit that drives me nuts. When you're in a line with a bunch of people, and there's a group of five dudes, and there's one dude who just talks about all of his knowledge and doesn't actually have a conversation with him around him, and is constantly telling everybody else what they should know, how they should feel about it, and half the time they're fucking wrong, which is even worse. So they just, they just, but they... Nobody tells them they're wrong. It drives me fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. Well, here's the kicker. <laughs> so we're basically like I'm almost level 40 is as high as you can get in Pokemon Go. And I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Okay. I have never spent a dime on this game 
like people pay to play. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I basically don't pay to play, mm-hmm. and I have gotten that far just by playing the game the way it is. This dude. That's how my wife is with Candy Crush. This dude is the same level as me, and spent almost but he paid. two grand. What a f- on Pokemon it's Go, a waste of money. and he's the same level as me, and I've never spent a dime it's on. It's a waste it. of money. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he wants to run around telling other people how to play the game. <laughs> After he spent money to get there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, do you know how many action figures you could have bought with that? Like, <laughs> you probably could have got a prostitute and gotten laid. And then yeah, you wouldn't be, exactly. Then you yeah. wouldn't be here playing Pokemon Go That's with us. That's true, because then he would know what it was like to get his dick wet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time it was going on, I just, I just kept, I, I was just like re- reflecting back to the last conversation we had about this. And I was like, I just, I just want to beat this dude's face in right now. But I can't. Well, I could. No, you could. You could have pulled out your machete. Yeah. Castrated them. Or I could have just, like, you know those small bowling balls? Yeah, the little duck pin balls that are at the bowling alley? Yeah, the little duck pin balls. I could have painted one of those to look like a Pokeball and just chucked it out of his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> you could. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so I am um, going on vacation. Yep. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get it over to you. We uh, Adam's gonna put this up while I am not here. Yep. We should um, we should try to do some full moon stuff. I think in the next couple episodes, if we can, we were thinking about doing a multi-part episode over yeah. like early '90s full moon feature stuff. Maybe six movies. Yeah, yeah. If we um, do that, we'll we'll break it up and. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be one episode, but it could be fun to do like a multi-part right up to Halloween, and then we could do a Halloween episode and all that stuff that we normally do. Yeah. Um. So we'll see if that works out, but yeah. As soon as I get back, I'm gonna watch some shit. So, all right, cool. Um, I come back. I'll be gone for about a week and a half, and then uh, nice. We'll be back to get shit done. Cool. So we'll, we'll we'll plan it while I'm gone. But uh, as you hear this, I will probably be in a brewery in North Carolina or a beach. Or I'll be a- slowly dying in an office. Well, I'm not really a beach person. I don't like. I don't like. Sand. I know you're not. Yeah, yeah I don't I like sand and the ocean. And I don't mind the beach. You know, flesh eating bacteria and stuff. Did you see that? That dude in Connecticut. Yeah, right here. Lost his leg. Yep. Uh, there was mm-hmm. another one, and it's like, happening too often. Like uh, Rhode Island or something. It's happening way too often. Yep. So um, there's I, there's just shit particles floating in the ocean. That's all. It's like half of that. I think is just shit. And then what happens? Yeah. You go in there. You got a little cut on your leg. The shit goes in there, and then your fucking leg falls off. I think that's what's happening. Or do you have a cut, and then you take a shit in the water, but it gets in your cut? That's possible, too, but the point is everyone's just shitting and pissing in the water and throwing their garbage in the water, so you end up with fucking infections in your skin every time you go in there. They're closing the beaches half the time because their fucking bacteria levels are too high, like... I don't, I don't know go, how it is down south, but no, I don't. I don't know. I don't go into water, so. And then you got to worry about sharks. I go. I mean, I go into lake here, but I know how dirty that is. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, good with it. Pretty dirty. Um, but like, <laughs> you don't have any sharks in the lake, though. Well, no, because now we got sharks here on the island. What? We got. We have sharks coming up to the island now. What do you mean the island? Uh, Long Island just. Had oh, sharks. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's well. That's a little close to home. It's for not me. a lake, though. Still, easy guy. I'd rather go in a lake and have, like, little pumpkin seeds eating my toes <laughs> than, like, fucking jaws coming up and, like, taking me out to sea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, um, 
Yeah, no, I don't. I I don't. I don't do sand. Well, no, because like sand is gross. All right, so it is. I agree with you. I'm chubby. It gets yeah. everywhere. It does. Right. It does. And then you have like weird like little sand spiders and stuff that like every once in a while you look down there's like one on your foot or like little <laughs> those little crabby things. Um, nope, not for me. Yeah. I don't like going in the ocean because when you go into the ocean your feet will sink in the sand and then you don't know what's under there. Like there's like, I mean, <laughs> fucking Steve Irwin dead dude in a day. You know, that's true. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, no, uh, uh-uh, not this guy. So I stay out of the water. So basically when I go on vacation, I do the same shit I do here. <laughs> I just do it down there. Just in a different state. Yeah, pretty much. I but I mean, I'll be around if you page me, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Deed, need, deed, yeah. need, deed. <laughs> yeah, nine one one, need, deed. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. all right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Uh, MidnightTripleFeature dot com is the website. Uh, get us on Instagram. Uh, hook up with us on Facebook. Yep. Probably the Broke best. Two hundred pl- followers on there. We're hitting the big time. Oh yeah. In the big time. Yeah, for not doing anything. For we, not doing anything. Yeah, for doing like, we do the show. Like, I always Doing tell, nothing. Yeah. And when we... St- oh, we're up to 206 now. So we gained two more. Yeah. I mean, I always encourage people, you know, get a hold of us. Either me or Adam will get back to you on Facebook. Yes. Uh, Instagram, same thing. One of us will get back to us. Back to you. Um, our email is midnighttriplefeature at gmail.com. You know, we'll answer questions. We'll, I, we'll even take requests. You guys got some requests in the past? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's how you get a hold of us. And uh, we'll yeah. see you guys next time. Midnight Triple Feature. Dot com.